following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. I wanted to just start the show today by mentioning we are pleased to have with us as our guest producer, Pete Thompson. And Pete, uh, as you probably remember, was on TV 40 for many years. And I don't know about you, but we all miss TV 40 because we could actually watch that and see local news, things that happen here. Now we are pleased to have the Philadelphia stations. And the first 10 minutes is 22 shootings, 22 shootings in 24 hours. I mean, this is what we're relegated to. So, Pete, welcome, and and, and I know you miss TV40. I I do, John. I appreciate the warm welcome. Uh, Doing my best here to fill in for Chris Coleman, you know, the master, the maestro, the button pusher over here. And it is funny because uh, two things. One, I'm used to being you, right? I'm used to sitting on that side and, you know, uh, dance for me, clown, perform for me, you know. And and, and instead, you're over here trying to manage traffic and make sure everybody's in the right spot and the commercials are going. But to your point about TV40, I just did a 200 Club banquet with uh, Michelle Dawn Mooney. We do that every year. Uh, and this was the first one in about three years because of the pandemic. COVID, right. And that's for, uh, you know, fallen firefighters, police, and EMT that are killed in the line of duty. And it's just such a wonderful thing. And, and you know, when you get reunited with Michelle, or I had a lunch with Dan Skeldon about a month ago at the Anchorage, and you just see the people's faces like, Wow, you know, uh, look at those two together again. You know, it's it's sort of like reuniting an old band. But, yeah, yeah we definitely miss it. Yeah. Well, good to have you with us, and thanks for coming in and filling in for Chris Coleman. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday night till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And as you heard the man say, I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450, that's our number here. Plenty to talk about today, as always, on the show. And, of course, your calls are going to be part of the program Atlanta County State Senator Vince Palestina coming in at 10 o'clock. We're looking forward to that. First time that the senator has been on our show at all. And actually the first time as a senator representing Atlanta County. So we're looking forward to that. And that's coming up at 10 o'clock. And in between, plenty to talk about here on the show. But I wanted to start by going back to a show that we did probably early in the year. And it was... At the point, and speaking of guests and speaking of assembly people, we had had on that particular show uh, former Atlantic County Assemblyman Vince Mazio, and there was a bill which has since passed in, in the legislature. It was a bill regarding abortion. And all this bill was about was giving women the right, if they chose, to have an abortion. And on that particular show, I do remember we got a call from a person who's obviously totally against abortion. And and I don't have a problem with opinions, pro or con to what I believe or what anybody believes. I don't have a problem with that. But the problem was this particular caller got on and got very graphic and talked about a movie and talked about what you see and so on and so on and so on. And it was to me inappropriate because what he was doing was using this particular radio show to talk about what 
his position was and to try to convince people as far as their opinion is concerned. And I thought it was inappropriate. And the following week, I came on and I said, you know, I, I, this is not the forum for you to do that. If you're going to do that, go somewhere else. You can come on, express your opinion, but we don't need graphic content. And that's what I said. And, of course, I got a lot of flack for that. I had one person send me an email calling me Satan. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Kevin sent me an email with my picture, which is from the website, with devil's horns. <laughs> so it was, it, was, it, was kind of, it was kind of funny, but you understand the point. So this week, there's, uh, there's a, a particular individual, and I give out my email all the time. And you certainly can email me at any time regarding uh, the show or your opinion or whatever. But I got an email this week. And her name, and I'll give out her last name. Her name is Kelly McCarran, and she's well known in the circles of abortion and and definitely anti-abortion. I like to call her a zealot. And the reason I say that is, again, you're entitled to your opinion. And if you don't believe that this is the right thing, fine, you can state that. But what Kelly sent me was an email, and she's done this from time to time, but this was one of the worst in terms of sending a picture of a baby going through the abortion process. I mean, talk about graphic. And, and what, did, what did she expect that to do? Well, maybe if she expected me to talk about it, mission accomplished. But really, what... What was the reason for that? Why? Is there any reason for that at all? And I say no. So the the point here is that I, I got this email and then, and then here we go. I see an article that says two states have passed laws restricting abortion. One of them is Oklahoma. And listen to this law. Oklahoma passed a law. It makes it a felony to perform an abortion. If you're a doctor, if you're a, a health care professional, you, you perform an abortion in Oklahoma. When this law is passed, it is punishable by up to 10 years in prison and a fine of $100,000. Now, they're saying that this particular bill is certain to face a legal challenge. The governor of Oklahoma, his name is Kevin Stitt, he said, we want to outlaw abortion in the state of Oklahoma. And he reiterates about the 10 years in prison. So my, my question or my point in bringing this up, because it appears to be a hot button again, and is it going away, is, is this... A free country, if you're a woman in Oklahoma and this law passes, yeah, simple. You drive to a state where it's legal. All right. But you get my point. Where do we draw the line? I am not. Don't, don't email me and say, you know, that guy on Saturday morning, he's, he's, he's all for abortions. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, 
if a woman chooses that she does not want to go through with this pregnancy, listen, I would tell her, there's tons of people who can't get pregnant. You see this all the time on television. The fertility experts and all the things that are happening, you see this and, and, and you say, well, look, just, just put it up for adoption. Then in Florida this week, our favorite governor, Ron DeSantis. Now, this is a little more reasonable. 15 weeks, a 15-week abortion ban in the state of Florida. Obviously, that's more reasonable than saying no, no, no abortions at all. And by the way, in 2019, in Florida, only 2% of abortions were performed after 15 weeks. So as you can see, Ron DeSantis, who I would love to see as president very soon, Ron DeSantis chooses the middle ground. Okay, 15 weeks is the number. That's what we'll do. And all we're hearing now is, well, the Supreme Court is going to knock down Roe v. Wade. Do you want to go back to those days of the backyard stuff? We all know the story. Those of us who are in the same age group, they, they all, we all remember that. You know, the backyard stuff, the hangers and all of that and people dying from that. Do we want to go back to that? We are not a third world country. So all I'm saying is, can we have some reasonable discussion, have some reasonable legislation and not have a governor saying we're going to outlaw abortion in our state? Well, I don't think you can do that. I don't think it's reasonable. And every time we see one of these bills, then you hear the, well, you know, the Supreme Court's going to knock down Roe v. Wade. We'll see. To be continued. 609-407-1450. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday night till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Without further ado, uh, we always like to have him bail me out at this point in the show. <laughs> Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. Uh, you posted something on Facebook. I'm not going to even try. You had about five or six different words for, for Passover. So if you want to go ahead and kind of put that out there, feel free to do that. Well, well just that, uh, you know, Passover uh, is the translation of the Hebrew word Pesach, you know, Passover, because right, right. the 10th plague, when the firstborn of Egypt were killed, uh, the Hebrew uh, slaves uh, were not killed because they sacrificed the perfect lamb put the blood on the doorpost, and the angel of death passed over the Jewish house. So that word is Pesach. But the interesting thing is in most European languages, the word for Easter and Passover are the same. So that Pesach, that Hebrew Passover, uh, in Greek it's Pesach, in, uh, in Italian it's Pasquale, in Spanish it's Pasqua, French Pascal. So in many ways, Easter and Passover are the same holiday. And I had a, you know, here I am, I'm in Florida with one of my daughters and a, a two-year-old and a three-year-old. So I really had an, uh, an only in America moment when the kids come back from preschool with their Easter baskets. Uh, and then we, they, have the, they have to hurry up and eat their Easter candy because it's not kosher for Passover, which they did with pleasure. Uh, and then we started the Passover Seder with the matzah. Um, and, and it, 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 you know, but th there's some serious stuff to it because uh, the Passover Seder, is where every parent 
is like the priest or the rabbi. Uh, it's a service that takes place in every house. And uh, I believe even among uh, Jews who are not that religious, about 80 to 90 percent have a Seder. Um, and Passover is the most po- uh, popular Jewish holiday. But yet I was disturbed. I think one of the networks was doing a, a interview with young people about Easter. And you had maybe uh, you know, 80, 90 percent of uh, 20-year-olds didn't know anything about the Easter story at all. Uh, which is horrible in, in, a, in a country where, you know, the majority is supposed to be Christian and we're losing our heritage. So uh, it's an important holiday. And, of course, uh, P- Passover, when you compare the Passover story of uh, how the Jews were slaves in Egypt and you compare the Passover Bible story with critical race theory, you could see uh, why you know, Passover is such a positive holiday because – Jews end up as slaves in Egypt. Why? Was it the fault of the Egyptians? No. Uh, basically, Joseph was sold into slavery by his own brothers. So it teaches you that it's not one race, one nationality, one ethnic group is good and the other is bad. That whole concept that there's good and bad in everybody, and you have to learn to do what's good. The other uh, thing about Passover is we, we actually start a tradition of counting 50 days from today. Uh, and, and then we have a holiday 50 days after Passover, and the Greek word for 50 is Pentecost. So the Jewish Pentecost celebrates not just becoming free from slavery, but getting to Mount Sinai, getting the Ten Commandments, getting rules that tell you how to live by and to treat everybody equally under the law. That is as important as having freedom, that you're not really free until you know you can't kill, you can't lie, you can't be jealous of what your neighbor has. So uh, important lessons here, and really America was founded on that. And you see how uh, there's this movement to, to fill our lives with these fake holidays. You know, Women's Rights Month, Gay Rights Month, you know, this victim group, that victim group. Uh, and we, we completely forget holidays like Easter, Passover, Christmas, uh, you know, Fourth of July, Washington's birthday, Lincoln's birthday, to teach us how to be good people and good Americans instead of, oh, we're victims and it's somebody else's fault. So we, we have that in the mix. The other thing being down here is I really admire my daughter and son-in-law for raising children these days because really both parents have to work. And when you see, here, I'm grandpa. I, I, I come, I do this for a week, and then I go, I go home. Right. I say, thanks, kids. I'll see you later. But, you know, just making the lunches uh, every night, uh, you know, the potty training, the diapers, uh, and, and, you know, you're working so hard and someone gets sick. It, it, it just so much work and dedication that any young parent has today. And they need the support of, of people so that if you're exhausted, you want to turn the TV on and let the kids watch TV for a half hour, an hour, give mom and dad a break. And now you have to be scared to death of, you know, the, the fav- kid's favorite is the Disney stuff. And now you see the propaganda that's uh, put into the Disney stuff. Uh, so, so it's just one more thing a parent has to deal with. You have to worry about the schools uh, indoctrinating your kids to hate your own values. So, so we've got to really work on making it easy for our parents so that the institutions that are supposed to help them are helping them and not working against them. By, by the way, I haven't been paying attention to much news. 
but it's amazing how New Jersey has been in, in the news all the time. It's uh, what we have. We had a, a transgender um, woman and a, a transgender man who who said who identified as a woman in a woman's prison in New Jersey got a female inmate pregnant. Is, is that true? I mean, I, I just I, I, I didn't but I, mean, I, I didn't hear that, but I wouldn't be surprised. You know. Uh, you know, you know what you're missing. You know, I don't know if you're going to be back by Thursday, but I, I don't know if we should celebrate. Uh, marijuana sales begin. Recreational marijuana sales begin on Thursday. Isn't that exciting? It, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's not enough. Uh, not enough people. Like, exactly. Every, yeah. yeah. When I when I walk in the street to go to Wawa across the street, my 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 office, I almost feel like saying last rites just across the street because yeah. the people on their phones, the people distracted. Now people buzzed on marijuana. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just uh, <laughs> enough. Time. But all I want to, I, I just want to get that message out that. Uh, you know that, that what, what's happening with Disney. I think it's very important. We've got to send a message to Disney, but really, our, our public school teachers. I think our public school teachers. When you see, uh, you know, well, first with that, uh, that that I'm pretty sure that that's a, a real story. They said two female inmates at a uh, at a New Jersey prison got pregnant uh, because of uh, transgender males who were men who identified as women stuck in a women's prison because the American Civil Liberties Union won a lawsuit that got them the right to be there by how they identified. So if they were really uh, identified so much as a woman, how did they get two other women pregnant? But that's, that shows the insanity that we're dealing with and, and how it really starts with the culture. Yeah, as I, far um, as our teachers are concerned. Seth, yeah. real quick, I just got a text from a friend of mine who's listening. He said, yes, two inmates are pregnant. Yes, so you're, you're right about that. <laughs> So, 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 I mean, so this is insanity. Yes. Uh, but yet there, the, the, but in school, so I ask, I'm really appealing to our, our teachers to see what that union is doing. Uh, the union has made a bargain with the devil and the, the teachers uh, in that union have made a bargain with the devil because they are getting far more money than anyone else doing the same work. Whenever you see an opening in a public school uh, district, in almost any district, you'll see 30, 40, 50 applicants for every position, which shows that, uh, you know, that they're paying way more than any other field. Or you have lawyers are, are, are trying to take tests to become teachers. But the price that you pay for that uh, is that you're ruining the country for your children and grandchildren. And, right. uh, yeah, and, and, and not only that, but the, what you think you're getting, you know, that extra pay that you think you're getting is really going to be supporting your, your children and grandchildren because they'll be unable to support themselves. And that big pension you think you're going to get, you're going to get 10 cents in a dollar because it's all backed up with, with debt that can never be paid back. So I'm asking teachers to question their union and say, yes, you're, you're a teacher, you're working hard, but everybody else, the, the parents of the children who you're teaching are working just as hard as you are, and you can't you don't have the right to use your power to uh, to destroy the lives of the parents of the kids you're working for. So I agree with that. Uh, that's a, 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 another message. Before I go, I just want to. Uh, I see I offended a, a, several of your listeners last week when I <laughs> I said that uh, that wind turbines and uh, and solar panels are useless. So let me let me use the proper context. Uh, are hot air balloons useless or, or helium balloons or blimps uh, useless? No, they're, they're lots of fun. You go up in a blimp, you go for a ride, you have fun, you go up, up in a hot air balloon. 
But if, if you would say that a hot air balloon and a blimp is a substitute for, for an airplane to get from one place to another, you would say, yeah, hot air balloons and blimps are useless. Same thing for a sailboat. You know, uh, are sailboats useless? No, I have lots of fun in my sailboat. You can sail here, you sail there. It's a, it's a great toy. But if you said, well, we're going to get rid of uh, steamships and we're going to get rid of um, diesel and we get rid of freighters and have sailboats instead, no, sailboats are useless because you just can't transport cars and oil and all the, uh, you know, all the things you need in life, food. You can't transport them from one place to another uh, you know, just on days when the wind is blowing. But, um, you know, so that's the story. It's not that wind turbines are useless. They're useless to replace nuclear and coal and natural gas to give us, uh, you know, heat in the wintertime and air conditioning in the summertime. And the proof of it is, is that even Governor Murphy, when they asked, well, how much are these 100 wind turbines in the ocean going to cost? How much are our rates going to go up? We're not going to tell you. That should be proof that those numbers are not good. Right. And if you say... uh, uh, oh, the five wind turbines at uh, in Atlantic City, they can, they can power. They don't say they power. They're like written by a lawyer. They can power 2,500 homes. Oh, yeah? If they can power 2,500 homes, why not have them power 50 homes? Why not hook them up to Venice Park across the street and, and have 50 people say, my home is uh, is powered by the those five wind turbines across the street? Uh, why won't they even power their own offices that way? They won't. Um, why can't you have Stockton College said, oh, yeah, our students are so green. We're going to have our, our dormitory heated by solar panels and wind turbines. Uh, who's going to volunteer to live in those dorms for November, December, and January? And, you know, then, you know, if you're not willing to do that and measure uh, green energy, why build 100 wind turbines at, at, at God knows how many billion dollars uh, and, and triple everybody's electric rates. And then if the wind doesn't blow for a couple of days uh, and there's not enough backup, then everybody, you know, all the food and refrigerator goes bad and, and people die. You know, someone getting open heart surgery has the power go out at the hospital. I mean, I mean, why do it that way? Why not have models? Why not have an experiment? Um, you, you had that with, uh, with Thomas Edison when he was trying to sell electricity in the first place. Um, he would have demonstrations on the steel pier of Atlantic City so people could see it. He showed off his, uh, his electricity with a fountain in front of the Claridge Hotel. But you don't see that. You don't see any models. And, and that should be a problem. That should raise a lot of questions. Uh, you know, you've, you've really – and I, I'm, I appreciate you responding because a listener emailed me and I emailed you and you emailed him and you copied me. And I mean, it's like, it was like you, I, I knew what you meant, but he was trying to really kind of get you to be as accurate as possible. And you did. And I appreciate that. But is and it, let me use one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ahead, but let me it, use one more analogy, which I meant to do. Uh, let's suppose that that you're, you, you have an ice cream store. You have a Dairy Queen. Yes. And, and you want to sell ice cream. So you sell ice cream when people come to your store and they want ice cream and you make up an ice cream and you give it to them. Suppose you had green ice cream uh, store where the ice cream cones are made when the wind is blowing and when the sun is shining. And then when the wind is not blowing and when it's not shining, they don't make ice cream cones. That's right. So what happens is the wind, the wind is blowing in the middle of the night. There are no customers. So you crank out like 300 ice cream cones, but they all melt by the morning. I mean, see, so it's not like, like, like the wind turbines and, and, uh, 
uh, and solar panels aren't producing stuff. They produce stuff, but they don't produce what you need when you need it. And you cannot store it. If you've tried to store uh, massive amounts of electricity, the battery would be so big and so toxic. You know, it, it would cover like, uh, like, like half the city and the chemicals would be uh, dangerous. And the only other way to store electricity is to build these towers and pump water uh, to the top of the tower and then use the, the water flowing down from the tower later on to power electricity when you need it. It's just not practical. And as Michael Schellenberger has often pointed out, the only practical way uh, to get away from fossil fuel are nuclear power plants. And you don't have to build a whole bunch of new power plants. The way they're building them now, they're so small, you could double the production at the Salem plant and not even need any new permits for any new ground. So anyway, I'm sorry I wandered off, but I just really right. want to bring That's that right. up. That's all right. Uh, your, your meeting today, obviously, you won't be there, but the meeting is, is happening, I'm sure. Yeah, right. The topics are on libertyandprosperity.com. And if you missed the last couple of sessions of you and I talking together on a Saturday, we have that posted uh, on our podcast section of libertyandprosperity.com. And I really urge people to spread the message because, you know, we, we have nothing on our side but truth. Uh, you read about what's going on with Elon Musk. Uh, you know, maybe if he takes control of Twitter, uh, then maybe we can get the libertyandprosperity.com message out on Twitter because right now uh, 95% of our messages are blocked. Uh, but but what is also encouraging is if they use all these dirty tricks to keep Elon Musk away from Twitter, and he has made so much money pumping up the the, the Twitter stock, uh, maybe he could go to Gab.com or somewhere else and really make a successful platform so we could have free speech in America again. So let me uh, – I can't say I'm rushing to the meeting. i got to rush to the two-year-old uh, well, you you right now. you got grandchildren. Give, you know, give that's... mom and dad a break, yeah. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Even uh, more demanding. Exactly. Have, and, and by the way, happy Easter to you and your family Thank and you. all your listeners. Thank you. And, and happy Bye. Passover to you. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. LibertyandProsperity.com is the website. The meeting starts in a couple of minutes, 930 this morning. Sal's Coal Fire Pizza on New Road in Summers Point. I'm John DeMassey. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Andy, Matt, and Craig in that order after the break. And maybe you. At 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk With a Purpose after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money. Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 
Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. You know what they say, and now the fun begins. <laughs> Here we go. Talk for the purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio. 95.5. Andy is in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome, and thanks for holding. You able to hear me, John? Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. We got you. Okay. Happy Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Same to you. Um, I, didn't call, I didn't call about the abortion issue, but I'll address it uh, briefly. Uh, and I, I want to get past this notion and this, it really is a scare tactic every time this issue comes up that we're going to be in back alleys again. Uh, People have a misconception that um, if Roe v. Wade were overturned, that that would make abortion illegal. That's not true. Um, Roe v. Wade did not make abortion legal. What Roe v. Wade did was make abortion a constitutional right. And they, they deemed it so through the uh, privacy clause of the Constitution. So even if Roe v. Wade were overturned, it's not like suddenly no one can get an abortion. This, this would go back to individual states, and it would be a state's uh, situation. So um, the, the notion of being in back alleys because you couldn't get one, that's a, a false narrative. And, and again, I think most people have that misconception that Roe v. Wade would make abortion illegal. That's not true. Well, thank you, because I, I, I had that thought. Yeah, that was my thought. So thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate so, it. Yeah. So now um, with Ron DeSantis, his bill is the uh, uh, heartbeat bill. So because, you know, remember, John, it is the left who is the party of abortion. And it is the left who constantly lectures us about following the science. Right. Well, the science, the science, since abortion became the norm in this country 50 years ago, we've learned a lot over the past 50 years. And the science now tells us that we have a heartbeat at 15 weeks, that the baby can smell, it can taste, it, it sucks its own thumb. It can feel pain at 15 weeks. So that's where that 15 weeks comes from, which Ron DeSantis wants to ban all abortions after 15 weeks. And if anybody has a problem with that, well, then that's a problem. I mean, you know, you, you must understand that the people who constantly lecture us about how much they care about children, you would think that they would want to protect a child, even though it's in the womb, uh, when it can feel pain. Yeah. And, you know, I think with any other medical procedure, I think a person, if you were getting a, a heart bypass or a heart transplant, the doctor would explain to you what's going to take place in the operating room. And I think a person should understand what's going to take place in the, in the room when that abortion is performed. 
before they make the decision of whether or not to go through with it. So, you know, I know you, you don't want to see the pictures and all of that, but it's just like what's happening in Ukraine. You need to see the pictures in order to understand what's going on. Right. So, you know, but but I, I definitely wanted to clear up that misconception about, about uh, Roe v. Wade because okay. a, a lot of people are, are confused. Okay, so now um, this, this transgender thing, you know, I, I think the word is a misnomer, and every time people use it, and every time people refer to a man who puts on a dress as a she, they're furthering this narrative. Because you cannot change your gender. You can have hormone supplements. You can have parts removed. You can have parts added. But you cannot change your chromosomes. If you're an XY when you're conceived, then you're a, a male. If you're an XX when you're conceived, you're a female. So the word transgender is actually a misnomer, and we shouldn't be using it. But, you know, I the, the real reason for my call was about this Thing that Murphy wants to do in New Jersey with second graders. I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I am. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's here's the interesting thing. I guess you heard that Murphy is now saying he's willing to adjust. Yes. Because all of the parents that, that called. And then we now have legislatures who are going back to the drawing table uh, uh, to, to try to a uh, drawing board rather to try to modify this curriculum right john yes you heard about that yeah, i heard about yes I did. okay so here is a here is a tactic that the democrats do all the time john when they propose something and it's like with any negotiation you always ask for a lot more than you want right hoping that as it gets hoping that as it gets whittled down that you'll eventually get what you really wanted anyway but you have to ask for more than you want, right? So, so with so what they're what they're going to do now is they're going to go back to the drawing board and they're going to adjust quote unquote this <laughs> this curriculum, yeah. and then what happens? The, the Democrats and Murphy will be able to say, "Well, look, we were rational." We listened to the people. We were willing to work with them. You know, so we went back to the drawing board. So now we have we have this curriculum and the people go along with it. But here's what happens, John. That now becomes the starting point of the curriculum. Right. And you know what happens. You know what happens over time. That's the starting point. And over time, they gradually push and expand it and expand it until it eventually gets to where they always wanted it to be in the first place. Yes, they but got, they'll still yeah. be able to... They got to the original spot. But is right, exactly right. Exactly. And they'll still be able to say, well, we were reasonable, we were rational, we listened to the people. But the stuff that they're teaching these kids, it's absolute filth, and they, they have no... Understanding of these no, kinds of no, things. No, they second, don't. They second don't. grade, John. I know. I know. Andy, thank you for the call. Matter of fact, that leads me to something I'm going to talk about later on in the show. As I said, we have Vince Palestina at 10. I have decided that I will offer my services to any parent or group of parents 
and I will go to your school board meeting and I will speak to the school board on this particular topic, basically saying, hey, you know, I have a radio show because let me tell you something about school boards and about some politicians, not the ones that come on the show or come on Harry's show because they're not afraid. But some of them are afraid of the radio. They're deathly afraid of it. So if they hear that some guy who's got a radio show is coming in to speak to the school board, okay, so I will offer that to any parent or group of parents or any PTA or whatever. You want me to speak to your school board because I'm planning to go to the school board meeting where my grandson goes to school. I'm planning to do that. So I'll offer it to anybody. So I just want to throw that out there. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Talk for the purposes of the program, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Coming up on a break, we'll have Matt after the break and Craig and maybe you at 609-407-1450. Again, I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. But first, yeah, listen. If you're if a friend of mine was saying to me, oh, they told me that I'm making Easter dinner. And I said, well, what do you got prepared so far? She said, nothing. I said, okay, yeah, you're, you're in a little bit of trouble. So what I would suggest, and I told her this, and I said, look, you go to BF Mazio and you get all the sides. You know, you get all the sides associated with your holiday, the, uh, your, your holiday meal. You make the main meal. Whatever it is, lamb, ham, whatever, whatever you decide to do, you do that and then they'll do the rest. It's pretty simple. And listen, if you want to do it for tomorrow, uh, I suggest it is now 940 on the day before Easter. So you better either pick up the phone, go online or go into there. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. And not only the sides, but of course, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere and you you want to bring something, you're going somewhere, gift baskets, fruit baskets, there's a ton of them, and they make a lot of them to prepare for this. The Easter bread is there. The baked goods are there. It's all right there. So you can get this done. And like I said, it's going to be busy today, and I'll be there later on today. But you, you just get over there. That, that's all I can tell you. Get over there or call up and, and place your order. B.F. Mazio again, online at bfmazio.com That's bfmazio.com 601 New Road in Northfield. And from all the people at the B.F. Mazio happy Easter, happy Passover, and we wish you the best. And, of course, they're closed on Easter Sunday. So you better get it done today. Coming back with more Talk With a Purpose after these words. Are you stuck in the 70s? Maybe the 80s. Looking at your kitchen or bath, you don't know what year it's from, but it sure looks old, tired, and in need of refreshing. Kitchen and bath designer Krista Carullo can help you transform your kitchen or bath into something very special. Home improvements like these can substantially improve the value of your home. Krista has designed and implemented hundreds of new kitchens and baths in the Vetner, Margate, Longport, and other areas of South Jersey. For more information on how Krista can help you, contact her at 609-694-5666. 609-694-5666. Need to see samples of her work? Krista will be happy to send you some dazzling photos of her recent designs. Don't stay stuck in the 70s or 80s. Move up and make your home the desirable place it's meant to be. Contact Krista Carullo at 609-694-5666. 
at Recovery Centers of America. We know getting sober and staying sober is something you must work on every day. And with life being hectic, attending therapy and meetings can be difficult, but not anymore. Introducing Shoutout, brought to you by Recovery Centers of America. Shoutout is a new teletherapy app that brings evidence-based addiction treatment to you at the click of a button. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call 866-99-SHOUT-NOW for a same-day assessment. Whether you're starting treatment, experiencing a relapse, or need help staying on track, our therapists provide expert group and individual addiction treatment that's convenient, accessible, and affordable. You'll love all the features of the Shoutout app, including the sobriety tracker, community forum, and educational, inspiring content that provides support 24-7. And Shoutout is in-network with major insurance providers. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call Recovery Centers of America at 866-99-SHOUT for an assessment. That's 866-99-SHOUT. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Rather cloudy skies today. A passing shower this afternoon. High 68. A shower in the area this evening. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies tonight. Low 44. Tomorrow, Easter Sunday. Partly sunny skies. Breezy, cooler. High 54. It'll be cool Monday with sunshine and areas of high clouds of the morning. Then periods of rain in the afternoon with a high of 53. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, you want to email me during the week, jdadv as in Victor and the number one at Comcast.net, jdadv1 at Comcast.net. Feel free to email me anything, uh, pros or cons, or you have questions about a guest or whatever the case, jdadv1 at Comcast.net. And, of course, follow us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose, at Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And that's our show, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's bring him in, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Holy Saturday. Happy Easter, Coach Tomasi. How are you, sir? Good. I heard you uh, caused a little bit of a stink on uh, Harry's show this week. Is that true? Yeah, big stink. <laughs> but I'm um, big stink. I'm gonna. You, you're listen. When I get, I'm in Boston right now. When I get back there, I'm I'm gonna come to that studio and I'm gonna walk in on Harry there because I know everybody there. I'm gonna walk in on Harry. I'm gonna show him the permits and everything. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna see. Yeah, uh, for, and I will be vindicated. Yeah, for those Trust who uh, for those who missed it. I heard that you said you could bring a gun in because you went through training on, on a plane and people said, no, you can't. And you have the proof that you can. So that was the whole that was the whole rigmarole and the back and forth. So um, I figured that you 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 knew what you were doing. You know, I, I kind of said that well, I didn't I didn't hear listen. it, but I heard I heard about it. I didn't hear it, but I heard about it. Listen. I have a GS nine rating, which is I, I was an air. You know, I, I graduated the Air Traffic Controllers Academy in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and that's higher than air traffic controllers have a higher carrier permit than the FBI. Right. Okay. Right. Just so you know. Right. So, and I've maintained it all these years. All these years. You remember when Reagan fired all those air traffic controllers yes. in the eighties? Yes, I did. Yes. That's when my mom made me go take the test. That was a very, okay. very good move. Very smart move. 
Yes. And she made me to go take the civil service exam, which is kind of like the bar exam for lawyers. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's all math. Yes. But at any rate, John, yeah, you got, you got a new batting coach in here, Pete Thompson. Yeah, well, I listen. I called in. I said, yeah, he's, 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 he's filling in for Chris Coleman. And, uh, you know, he's used to being on this end. So he's kind of, uh, you know, he's a little bit of a fish out of water, but, you know, he's doing, he's doing a great job so far. Uh, it's no big deal. I listen to him and the Schweiner all the time on yeah. this very oh, yeah. fine network. Yeah, you know. But anyway, he said it's Pete. I didn't know it was Pete Thompson. Jesus, yeah. Marion Joseph. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to, my reason to call on you is, uh, did you see, um, what you call, um, Joe Biden's speech yesterday? No, I, I didn't. Mean, really. No, I Did didn't see it? it. I didn't see it. I, I haven't had a chance to look at it. I'm sure it was a joke, but but go ahead. Talk about it. No, he made a speech. I don't know. It was incoherent, as usual. <laughs> yeah. And he turns around. He turns around, and he puts his hand out like he's going to shake somebody's hand, and nobody's there. <laughs> and he moves his hand up, and he moves his hand up and down. Like he's shaking, like, is there a ghost there that we can't see or yeah. something? I don't know. Then, then he walks around in two circles before one of his handlers come and grab him by the sleeve and pull him off the stage. Jeez. Oh, my God. Okay? Yeah. yeah. This is not funny anymore. No, it's not. No, this you're not. scary. Yeah. We were laughing, but you're right. It's not funny. You know what the interesting thing is, uh, Seth? Seth. I'm calling you Seth. Uh, Matt, you know what the interesting thing is? That... I heard, you know, he did his taxes and he made 600,000 last year. 600,000. Now the salary right. for president is 400. So my question is 200,000 in what? I guess investment income, rental income, I don't know. But I mean, he's he's doing okay, don't you think? I mean, we don't have to take up a collection for 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 Joe Biden, do we? I mean, <laughs> And, and did you see what John. did you see what Kamala made her and her husband one one point one point two one point two hey we're in the wrong business Matt <laughs> I'm telling you John I'm telling you now Biden is 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 viable he's he's in bed with Russia and China and Ukraine that's why he's not really helping as much as we should right he he has an ulterior motive. Trust me when I tell you that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 got to be something. And Matt, thanks a lot for the call. It's got to be something. I mean, six hundred thousand dollars. Can you imagine? All right, four hundred thousand as president. That's the salary. All right. Wh where's where's? I'm sure he's got plenty of investments, and I'll bet you there's some undeclared income somewhere in there, right? And how about Kamala? One point two million. Well, she's she's got a husband who's in, in investment, so that that's so. What the point is here? We don't have to really take up any collections for any politicians, especially those that are in the White House right now. Our show is talk with a purpose. Saturdays nine till noon, WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five, and I'm John DeMassey, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. We've got Craig on the line, and we'll get to Craig after the break at 609-407-1450, and maybe we'll talk to you. Maybe time for, after Craig, maybe one or two more calls after that, and then Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina after that at 609-407-1450. Back with final thoughts in hour number one after these words. 
East Coast roofing and siding, protecting what you love and own. East Coast roofing and siding, trust us with your family and home. Hey there, South Jersey. This is Sean Steitler with East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Do you have a home project you've been pushing off? Does your house need a facelift? If so, you need to take advantage of our economic relief rebate program. For a limited time, we are offering no money down, no interest, and no payments for 12 months. Plus, when the job is complete, we will send you a rebate check for up to 15% of the cost. No payments until 2023 and money back in your pocket? You can't beat this deal. Call us today to schedule your free consultation. 609-625-1900. That's 609-625-1900. You can also visit our website at eastcoastroofing.com for more information. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. In case you miss any of today's show, don't forget we have our Talk With a Purpose replay. Sundays, 5 until 8. Sunday, 5 until 8, Talk With a Purpose replay right here. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It's today's show tomorrow right here. And it is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, the live version, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also, you can hear us on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Go to the phones. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. Welcome to the show, and thanks for holding. Well, good morning, John, and happy Easter to you and your listeners. And uh, I, I will say that I'm a believer in Jesus Christ as my Savior. Um, so anyway, John, um, I like what DeSantis did with the abortion part, and I'll yeah. leave it to Dad because we got so much to discuss here. Uh, we had... Uh, and my drop mic uh, thing will be with Hillary Clinton, so don't don't hang up on me until right. we talk about that. Okay. All right. So e- Elon Musk, um, you know, he offered all that money for those shares. So look, what the, the board is doing is trying to deny the sale. That would be denying, okay, the stockholders' true value. Right. There could be a big problem there. That's right. But let's go a little bit deeper there. Why are the board of directors taking this poison pill? Could it be, John, with my tinfoil hat, do you hear how I'm getting now? Yeah. Could it be if Elon Musk, okay, owns the company, we'll get to see how the CIA, CNN, NBC, CNNBC all communicated to take down a sitting president. Yeah. Because we'll have the records. Right. We'll have the emails. And if people, they delete those emails don't forget 
Elon Musk would be denied, okay, of property that he owns right now. So there's a problem. Yes. So what did that? So a reporter asked Elon, said, "Well, Elon, if they do that, do you have a plan B?" Huh? And he said, just like that, a big gasp of air. There is a plan B. And then the guy said, "Well, would you like to discuss it?" Huh? Not at this time. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. So hold on, guys. We're going on for a rocket ship ride because Twitter is putting itself out the rear end right now because guess what? We could find out how they try to take over, okay, a sitting president, okay, with the help of Twitter. Right. Okay, uh, get ready, guys. The laptop, okay, from hell, Hunter laptop. And uh, Joe Biden, that's why you've noticed if he said things off uh, uh, so bizarre, uh, you know, that just crazy. And, and there's only one thing worse than Hunter's laptop, and that's Joe Biden with these little kids during an Easter egg hunt. I think you agree with that, don't yeah. you, Oh yeah, John? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you understand. Yes, yes. You ever see all the kids he smells and how close and touchy-feely? Oh, my God. Uh, but let's talk about Hillary. You talked about Black Lives Matter here quite a bit, right? Yes. Okay. Well, people, uh, Hillary's largest, one of her, her, her largest donors from California has just been sentenced to jail for drugging two black males to death oh. for sex. Oh. Oh. That's why I'm like, that's my drop the mic one there, John. Oh, did I do good? Boy, yes, you did. Oh. Man, now can you imagine? That, I mean, think about that. Now we got Epstein tied to to, to, to Bill. Look at the Hillary's tied to here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and and I'll leave you with that, John. Okay. Hey, happy Easter, buddy. Same to you. Okay. Take care. Same to you and your family. <sighs> boy, oh boy. The more I do this show, the more I learn. Oh my God, what's out there in the world? We started the hour by by really getting into this thing with abortion, and we mentioned uh, Governor DeSantis, my favorite governor, and hopefully our future president. He signed a uh, 15-week abortion ban, and that's reasonable. I, I understand that uh, this past week in Kentucky, abortion rights groups went to court seeking to restore abortion services. Now, the Kentucky legislature overturned their governor's veto of the abortion measure on Wednesday. So, obviously, this is going to go back and forth, as I'm sure the Oklahoma bill is going to go back and forth uh, in that particular state legislature. But the point of this all was a reasonable bill is the one that was signed by Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. 15 weeks, that's it. After 15 weeks, you, you can't have an abortion in the state of Florida. And when they did the, the numbers, the reason they, they did that was that they saw that in 2019, only 2% of the abortions in Florida were after 15 weeks. So it's a reasonable number and a reasonable bill. And that's what I've been trying to say here, that, that we need to have 
things within reason, not banning things and, oh, well, that's it. And as Andy kind of explained to us that, you know, Roe v. Wade, if it gets overturned, is not going to end abortion. But nevertheless, I think in this country, if we are a free country, we want people to have rights. We want them to have certain things, especially when it's a woman and it's her body. And for whatever the reason, listen, if you you have to have an abortion, that's that's I, I never recommend that. Because there's plenty of places you can go, adoption agencies and that kind of thing. So, But if it's a last resort and you have to do it, and if the law says 15 weeks after that, it's okay. It's all That's all fine. So the, the, so that's my stance on that. Hour number one looks like it's in the books. Hour number two, Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina, he's coming on. We have plenty of questions for the state senator. And later on in the show, we're going to talk about the, the New Jersey uh, Governor Phil Murphy backing off his stance, as you heard Andy talk about, on sex education in schools. Uh, and I'll, I'll talk about what, what I want to do for that. So hopefully you'll stick around for that. Talk with a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Hour number one is in the books. Hour number two is on the way. State Senator Vince Palestina. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as you heard the man say, I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us and especially good to have with us for the first time on our show ever. And actually the first time also as our Atlantic County State Senator, Vince Palestina is with us. Senator, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, John. How are you this morning? Good. How about yourself, sir? Doing well, thanks. Good. Uh, I wanted to start off and I know... <laughs> This is always a hot button, and I've talked about this for years, about the education in Atlantic City and the cost to the taxpayers. And I know you kind of got into it with uh, Mayor Marty Small about that he referred to your children as going to a private school, which you have every right to do, as every parent does. And, And he mentioned that you know, it kind of put it in a way that your children are privileged and that Atlantic City is an urban school. And and I was like, and I've said this on the show long before you were state senator, that the cost of education at, at St. Augustine is whatever it is, but it's around the same as what it costs the taxpayers for Atlantic City. And look at the different results. So, uh, 
Mayor Small said it was an urban school, so you can't compare. Would you would you talk about that briefly about that whole exchange? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, John. I mean, the, the exchange goes continues to go on, kind of back and forth. Uh, you know, I said in other in other forums, I've asked the mayor to sit down and talk and meet, and he just doesn't want to do it for whatever reason. So we kind of keep going back and forth in the media. That issue with St. Augustine, it was kind of a, it was just a shock to my system because when we started looking at the issues with the Atlantic City School District and saw that the numbers, and these are the overall numbers, like K to 12, John, was like $22,000 per student. Yes. You know, you try to make it a direct comparison between Atlantic City High School and St. Augustine Prep, which is not. It was just kind of a shock to me when I heard that they spend $22,000 per child and I'm sending you know, my children are private school, St. Augustine Prep. You know, it's kind of like a college campus out there. They have a number of facilities, you know, top-of-the-line stuff. And when I heard that there was more to send, like, kids to kindergarten in Atlantic City public schools than it is to St. Augustine Prep, it was just kind of a shock to me. Yeah. And so I mentioned that. But also, you know, Stockton University, the tuition, there's a college now. They have an Atlantic City campus. They have a Galloway campus and the cost, you know, at Stockton University, a college is $16,000 per child. And so it just kind of, you know, makes you take a step back a little bit and say, wait a second here. How can you know, Atlantic City public schools be, said, be spending $22,000 per child for kindergartners, first graders, second graders, you know, all the way up? And it'd be that much more than what it costs to go to a private high school or, you know, a private university, Stockton University. And so that was the comment that I made. And of course, you know, you saw his reaction, which yeah. is unfortunate now when you, you try to talk it with anything about the city of Atlantic city, it's just, it's personal for mayor small because you know, he's the mayor of the city. So anytime you talk about the city, it's personal for him. Now his wife is the superintendent of schools. And so if you talk about the schools, you know, it's personal for him and he keeps making these things personal. It's not personal. It's just how we have to figure out why the cost of education is so much and figure you know, $22,000 a child, if that continues to escalate, it is crushing yeah. Atlantic City. And you've yeah. heard these issues about you know, taxes going up. And so that's what I was looking at. And that's what we're going to continue to look at. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you brought it up because four years ago on this show, uh, I had my 50th high school reunion. I got a couple of years on you. So <laughs> uh, and, and and we were we were talking about and I was back at my high school. And I brought this up to the principal there, and the cost of that education was twenty two thousand. And and well, you just said twenty two thousand for Atlantic City. Ninety eight percent of the kids at my high school go to college. That's not the case in Atlantic City. Some of them can't even read coming out. So I, when I saw that, what you said, I said to myself, somebody else is on the same wavelength and I'm happy about that. So I don't know what they're going to do about it, but you're right. I mean, what's it going to be when it costs 30,000 a year for, for a kid to go to Atlantic city? I, I just, it, it's disturbing to me and I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head, John. I mean, you're spending that kind of money and you're getting better outcomes. Then maybe you take a step back and you say, well, at least, you know, you're spending a lot of money, but at least they're getting the outcomes and they're getting, you know, kids educated and they're getting kids graduated and whether they want to go on and get trained in a, in a field or whether they want to go to college, you know, they're having opportunities. But the biggest thing here is, as you just said, the outcomes in the Atlantic City School District are not there. You know, no. when you compare them, 
to Egg Harbor Township, for example, you know, very diverse community, you know, many different backgrounds, not the urban area that Atlantic City is, but certainly, you know, a suburban area with a mix of different backgrounds, mix of different cultures, you know, 40% minority Egg Harbor Township now. When you look at Egg Harbor Township spending $18,000 per child and having much better outcomes when you look at the stats versus Atlantic City, you know, spending more and having worse outcomes, you figure the money that they're throwing at the educational system in Atlantic City isn't working. We've got to do something different. And this kind of ties into the overall message that I've been talking about. We have got to get parents more involved in the public educational system. Yes. There's got to be a way where you yes. have the parental involvement because that is what is going to improve outcomes. You know, having a two-parent household, having a family unit, getting parents more involved, those are all things that will improve education. And we all want, at the end of the day, we all want to give children everywhere the best opportunity we possibly can to see them succeed. And so that's what we're going to try to do, you know, with all school districts and specifically with Atlantic City, because the money that they're spending just has not worked. I mean, you just look at the stats. They're right. not ha working to give kids opportunities. Absolutely. Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina is our guest. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. You have a question for Senator Palestina? This is your opportunity to call in and talk to the senator. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. I got to ask you about this casino, th this whole thing about no smoking in casinos. Once again, and we talked about this last week, cry, cry, cry. The casinos cry with four loaves of bread under each arm. Uh, this casino smoking ban. Uh, what's your take on this? What do you feel about this? Because they're saying the Casino Association said 21% of the people uh, smoke. They gamble more. They lose more money. So the casinos are going to lose money. What's your take on this whole thing? I mean, I am a strong supporter, you know, co-sponsor of the legislation that would remove the exemption. You know, I've been there since I... Uh since when we started last July, really with the campaign, you know, for a year during the pandemic, smoking was removed in the casinos. There was no exemption. You know, nobody was allowed to smoke in the casinos. It went on for a year during the uh, during the pandemic up until July of 2021. And you didn't hear much clamoring from the casinos about not being able to smoke in those facilities. And so when the governor ended the or brought the exemption back for the casinos in July of 21, you know, we said, why? Casinos aren't really saying much about not having smoking there. People's health, of course, is critical. We know, you know, secondhand smoke is a known carcinogen. It causes health problems, whether they be emphysema or cancer or whatever else. And we got to prioritize people's health. We just went through, you know, now we're into, into our third year of this pandemic stuff. But we were there at that point, you know, almost 18 months into the pandemic. You know, we know how critical people's health is. We know that these things affect people's health. And so we should just permanently keep the eliminate the exemption and not have smoking in the casinos. And so I'm a strong supporter of it. You know, you and I lived through the original uh, smoking legislation, which eliminated bars and restaurants. And, you know, at that time, yeah. bars and restaurants were saying the same doom and gloom things, yeah. you know. You're going to affect our business. People aren't going to go to the bars and drink because drinking and smoking go together. You know, while it was a very short-term impact, long-term, every one of us is much happier now when you walk into a bar and restaurant and you don't have 
the secondhand smoke and you don't leave the bar smelling like smoke and you don't have to go home and take a shower because you're smelling like smoke and you don't have the health impacts from secondhand smoke. And so I think a lot of it is just the same kind of things we heard in 2006 from the bars and restaurants. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a short-term impact. Casinos are going to have to figure it out. But uh, but long-term, we got to prioritize people's health. We know these are carcinogens, and we got to get rid of them in all indoor facilities. Don't you don't you love that uh, when Sweeney was in, oh, well, if we don't get this, four, four casinos are going to close. Did you love that one? <laughs> Which ones? Oh, I don't know. Four casinos are going to close. And nobody, nobody gave an answer. <laughs> yeah, it was unfortunate. That, that was uh, that was during a time frame. You remember when they locked me out of the office? He would not. Uh, yeah. He wouldn't give me the keys yeah. to my legislative office, even though the Atlanta County Republicans had selected me. So I wasn't there for the beginning of that discussion. And then in November, when I finally got sworn in by him, you know, then he started saying four casinos are going to close. Totally fabricated. Of totally course. made up. He of pulled course. it out of the air. Yep. There were, there yeah. were no concern about four casinos closing. We had to make some changes, but they just, you know, that leadership and him as the Senate president, they just would make stuff up. And, you know, who's yeah. going to challenge it? Nobody's, yeah. Nobody really was able to say much about it. And yeah. He said it and like it was true, and even though it wasn't. We say this on the show, Senator. It's right out of the Democratic playbook. <laughs> right out of it. That's, that's yeah. play, number, play number 1A in the playbook, you know. Uh, we have someone who wants to talk to you, Senator. We're going to take a call. Uh, Gary and sure. Galloway. Gary, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose with Senator Vince Palestina. Yes. Uh, I don't understand what the issue is uh, with, with smoking in, in the casinos, because the casinos have smoking rooms anyway. So, uh, I mean, can't don't they still allow smoking in the smoking rooms? As long as, see, the people... I'm all for, uh, you know, not allowing smoking in the casinos, but, but you know, I sympathize with people who are, addic- who are addicted to smoking, so they got the smoking rooms, they could go in there and, and smoke for a while uh, in the smoking rooms just to satisfy their habit and, you know, uh, or, or I don't understand what the issue is. Or stand outside, Gary, <laughs> go outside. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, yeah. In in the summer they can, you know, but not in the winter. Yeah, well, when it's freezing. Yeah, <laughs> Gary, thank you, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Senator. You want to? Yeah, I think I think Gary's right. Yeah, I think Gary's right. I mean, we could figure out a way to do this where you're not having the impact on the employees with secondhand smoke. So if there's a way to do it where you create outside areas or. You know, areas where there are certain rooms separate from the gaming floor and people are going to go in and smoke so long as you're doing it, you know, and not affecting others. That's the biggest thing with this. So I think there's a way to do that. And maybe that's part of the discussion going forward because you remember the bars and restaurants again did the same thing. They created the outside areas where people go outside and have a cigarette if they wanted. And that way you're not affecting other people's health. Okay. Yes, Senator. We have another caller. Michael is in May's Landing. Michael, good morning. You're on with Senator Vince Palestina. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. What's your question for the senator, uh, Michael? Uh, I'm curious if um, if the uh, senator can can help me a little bit. Uh, we were recently informed with a certified letter that uh, our, our groundwater is contaminated in, uh, in May's Landing along Atlantic Avenue, right next to the Forest Fire Service, all the way through to the Egg Harbor River. Um, with uh, contaminants from the former Chestwell Craig Laboratory on Route 40. Um, we've been, uh, you know, contacting the state 
and the county health department and we've really reached a dead end and and no assistance available as to uh, how bad our groundwater is contaminated what this what if there's any solutions at all for us um with this contamination okay uh we certainly can try to help yes i mean if you can uh if you could I don't know if you sent it to the office or if you could get it to our office. We will certainly look into it and figure out what the contaminants are and what the issue is. So I'm sure that we can assist and get whatever information we can get. I haven't seen a copy of the letter, but uh, but it may be just a standard thing. We'll take a look at it and see what the uh, what the issues are, and we'll certainly uh, be able to correspond back with you. So the office number is Eight two six six. Of course, we'll be in there Monday. So if you can call over and get us uh, some information on what the issue is, we'll certainly track it down for you. Okay, Senator. Uh, I wanted to ask you. Uh, obviously, uh, and we're going to talk about some bills a little bit later on. You're, you're sponsoring a lot of bills. Uh, what are some of the key issues that you're working on right now in the state senate? So we're working, you know, on a number of different fronts, John. Of course, uh, you know, some of the Atlantic City stuff is uh, is taking um, some attention. So we're working on things I think that would help Atlantic City long term. You know, stabilize the city's finances. We've talked about some of the transportation needs when you come into the airport. You know, it's got to be Atlantic City long term as we deal with New York gaming and some of the challenges with that competition. You know, Atlantic City has got to be, become more of a destination and. Everybody's talked about this for so many years, but it's got to be clean and safe and lit. And you got to get more officers on the street. You know, they got to name a chief of police over there. You got to have a leader. And so continue to work on initiatives that would benefit um, Atlantic City. We're also working with the DEP on these new regulations that they've come up with that uh, would require homeowners to raise their homes uh, you know, up to about 15 feet above sea level, which, you know, a lot of the streets on the island, on Abseekin Island, are about elevation six or seven. So you're talking, you know, if these DEP regulations go into effect, you know, you're talking about raising houses like nine feet, eight feet, something like that. They would be way up in the air with all these stairs. It's just not really realistic. And it was based on a 2019 Rutgers study that, uh, you know, has been supplemented now or superseded now by a federal study, which actually reduces the level of sea level rise and would uh, reduce the impact on the island. So we're working with the DEP on some of those issues. I'm working with Stockton University on initiatives to expand the campus in Atlantic City, you know, expand the campus out in Galloway Township, you know, talking about some shared services maybe with Galloway Township that could benefit both the uh, university and Stockton. We've been working hard on the National Aviation Technical Research Park out there. They got another building that they're looking to build. So we've working with the governor's office trying to secure the funding for those types of initiatives. And, you know, the state budget is working out. It's a state budget that increases spending significantly because of all the federal money coming in. And you're going to hear a lot of conversation, you know, over the next uh, couple months here until we get the budget done in June about the level of spending and some of the things that they're prioritizing in the budget. So, you know, a number of different things we're working on, a number of different fronts. Of course, the legislation is one aspect of this. You know, when you're the senator, you got a whole nother aspect in addition to the legislation and these initiatives with appointments. And so I've been working also, you know, on Superior Court judgeship vacancies with the governor's office. We got a number of names that have been submitted uh, to the governor's office. 
for the Superior Court bench. We're working on the Atlantic County prosecutor and some of these other appointments that are out there, whether it be the South Jersey Transportation Authority or Casino Reinvestment Development Authority or some of these other authorities. There's a whole aspect uh, to the Senate position where you're involved in all these appointments. It's interesting. You know, don't agree with Governor Murphy on a lot of policy, obviously, you know, very different in terms of our uh, beliefs and our thoughts, what would make New Jersey a better place. But they have been very responsive. You know, they work along with us very well on uh, the things we're working on, on the appointments. And so it's been a surprise to me that uh, the the Governor Murphy himself, if you get right to him or any of his staff, they are extremely responsive. They, I've been working along very well with them. And, you know, we're going to continue those efforts to make sure we're getting the right people, experienced people in place uh, that can get these jobs done and doing things that are necessary to help our economy and help our region. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad, you know, when you said he's he's working with you, because I've been very critical of the governor. And as you know, I supported Jack Cettarelli for governor and, and you did as well. So he's running again, by the way, in, in three years. I know. I'm <laughs> okay. supporting him again. Yeah, <laughs> I am our, I'm supporting him again if he wants to do it. Uh, he's just a great me, me man. Too. And, too. Uh, we'll, yeah, yep. we, we look forward to that. Uh, Senator, we have what we do here on radio. It's called Pay the Bills. So we have to take a short commercial break. Uh, hope you can hang in with us. And we do have someone who wants to talk to you as well. We'll uh, we'll talk to uh, Rich Barely after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you. State Senator Vince Palestina is our guest here on Talk with a Purpose. Questions for the Senator, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey, coming back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. But first, there is no controversy about this. When we talk about automobiles, we talk about Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. You know, one of the things that I've, uh, that I've heard is, th- th- and, and somebody told me this, that they went into Lexus of Atlantic City and they said, they just treat you so nice and they don't pressure you. They don't, they don't do that. Oh, you got to buy this car today. You know, and, and that's really, one of their trademarks at Lexus of Atlantic City, uh, their their product specialists, uh, they don't have to really. I mean, they, they, listen, they want to sell cars, obviously, but there's no pressure, there's no hype, there's none of that stuff that you've come associated. You see those commercials where they say, "Oh, you go to a car dealer," and it's, no, it's not like that at all. Lexus of Atlantic City online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. I drive a Lexus. I've talked about it for the last 14 years. My niece drives one. Uh, her father-in-law drives one. Her friend drives one. Uh, I have another friend who drives one. I mean, a lot of people drive Lexus because they're great cars, and you really don't have to worry too much about them. Lexus of Atlantic City, online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. My niece drove by the dealership the other day, and she says, there's no cars here. I said, don't worry about that. You know, if you wanted a car, they'll be able to get it for you because they're part of a network of dealerships. So don't worry about what you see on the lot. They can get you a car. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. Stop in, ask for Helen, or you can ask for Randy. They are two of the outstanding uh, salespeople at Lexus of Atlantic City. Again, 3169 Fire Road in EHT, online at aclexus.com. Coming back with more with Senator Vince Palestina after these words. 
At Recovery Centers of America, we know getting sober and staying sober is something you must work on every day. And with life being hectic, attending therapy and meetings can be difficult, but not anymore. Introducing Shoutout, brought to you by Recovery Centers of America. Shoutout is a new teletherapy app that brings evidence-based addiction treatment to you at the click of a button. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call 866-99-SHOUT-NOW for a same-day assessment. Whether you're starting treatment, experiencing a relapse, or need help staying on track. Our therapists provide expert group and individual addiction treatment that's convenient, accessible, and affordable. You'll love all the features of the Shoutout app, including the sobriety tracker, community forum, and educational, inspiring content that provides support 24-7. And Shoutout is in-network with major insurance providers. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call Recovery Centers of America at 866-99-SHOUT for an assessment. That's 866-99-SHOUT. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Before Vladimir Putin became dictator of Russia, he spent most of his life working for the KGB, the secret police of its communist regime. Their main mission was to use ideological subversion or psychological warfare to divide, weaken, and eventually destroy their non-communist enemies. One of their biggest successes was the creation of the so-called Green Environmental Movement, first in Germany, then in Europe, then in America. Years of their propaganda got us to shut down much-needed oil and gas pipelines and safe and reliable nuclear power plants. That's why we're now tearing down the vital electric power plant by Parkway Exit 29 in Upper Township when we should be expanding it. Gas and electric prices are high today because wind turbines and solar panels are useless and unreliable. Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. Thanks. Best of the Press, seven years in a row for gift baskets. And this year, Best Produce Store, BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Now features an expanded prepared food section, more selections, and fewer reasons to cook. BF Mazio includes baked goods, prepared foods, gourmet specialties, and the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Special orders are welcome. BF Mazio online at bfmazio.com. And holiday sides for your Easter and Passover dinners. BF Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. Back here on Talk of the Purpose, Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina is our guest. And his office number is, I suggest you write this down because you have an issue, you want to call his office, that's how you get things done. 609-677-8266. That's the number. Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina, his office number, 609-677-8266. And Senator Palestina, our guest here on Talk with a Purpose. We're going to go back to the phones. Rich Barely is on the line in Northfield. Rich, good morning. You're on with Senator Palestina. Hey, John and Vince, happy Easter. Happy Easter, Rich. And, uh, happy Easter, Rich. Uh, Vince, first of all, keep up the great work. You're all over the county and you're answering people's questions and uh, doing a great job. The whole team is. Um, when I was on hold, I think you uh, touched base on the issue that I wanted to discuss was the um, DEP regulations on the barrier islands. Did or did they go through? And and if they did, um, I was listening. You're trying to, uh, uh, I guess, amend them. Did they go th- actually go through with the height? 
So the DEP passed a policy, Rich, which uh, they sent a, out a sample ordinance to all the towns, like basically saying adopt this, uh, you know, required five feet of freeboard on these houses. You'd have to go up to flood elevation, which is right, 10 or 11, and then you'd have to add five feet. So a number of the towns got the ordinance they haven't adopted yet, like Cape May County, the, the Shore, Atlantic County, the Epsecon Island. They haven't adopted the ordinance yet. Summers Point is not adopted. Galloway is not adopted. So we're holding off on having anybody adopt uh, these ordinances now because, like I said, the NOAA did a subsequent study which uh, reduces the level of sea level rise, you know, a federal study, you know, not the Rutgers thing. We should rely on the federal study that it was done. And so we're talk, trying to talk to the DEP. We have a conference call with them scheduled, but, you know, they're pushing hard. They, the DEP commissioner is kind of out there and they've been pushing this hard to the point where, you know, the DEP just developed a policy unilaterally, sent it to town and saying adopt it. And it's kind of like, wait a second, where are you getting, you know, the regulatory authority to the legislative authority to do this? And so that's the conversation I'm going to have with the DEP. And hopefully they continue to try to push, you know, we got to get this into the legislature. No makes the laws and we got to uh, have the legislature kind of supersede i'm hoping the dep because what they're trying to get these towns to do is going to be unbelievable it's going to you know result in these in these houses being so high and so many steps and then if you try to raise the roads you know to meet this and try to raise the level of the entire island now you got all your utilities you know so deep in a wet environment it's going to be a bad situation all the way around, and we're hoping that we can come to some conclusion with the DEP, which would have them be more realistic with these regulations. All right, uh, Rich, thanks a lot for the call. We have Georgina in Margate. Georgina, good morning. You're on with Senator Vince Palestina. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Same to you, Georgina. Um, I could go on with you for 20 different subjects, but right now... Um, I'm concerned with the sexualization of our children in the schools. Back in 2000, I ran for school board in Ocean City with two other people, and we took the president, vice president, and and nine-year member of the board off, three of us, because they were going to change to a uh, block schedule. And we accomplished. We're the ones that built the school. We're the ones who, who got things done because we were parents that were in there doing the job. This sexualization thing started while we were in lockdown. And the, the governor that you're praising is working with everybody is very sneakily passing all kinds of stuff under the cloak of uh, night. And then there's a tiny little article in a paper somewhere, and then it comes out. This came out during the pandemic. And um, luckily, my one daughter, who has four children, I forced her to put them into private school at the time. And they're there now. And they've learned all during this pandemic. But this thing that they have in the budget with the three to five-year-olds is to start the 63 gender training and indoctrination of our children. That cannot go through. Um, somehow, uh, you know, the Republicans have to stand together and, and try to stop what they're doing. They offer, on one hand, this free, 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 and then they use that free to indoctrinate these children. Um, do you guys have any plans on this? Has anyone been keeping an eyeball on any of this? And, um, he talks out of both sides of his mouth, the governor, because he's the one who, who went with the, uh, the, uh, unions and passed this. He's the one. All right, Georgina. Let, and by uh, the way, my other, uh, my other daughter is a teacher. 
So she's in the middle of this as well. Right. Uh, That's why uh, I'm saying what is going on. Let Senator Palestine comment. Go ahead, Senator. Yeah, thanks, Regina. And uh, happy Easter, happy Passover, and thanks for the call. Um, You know, I said Governor Murphy and his administration working with us on the appointment side of things, and I don't know how I praise them other than they do work along well because the Senate has a role in the appointments. But uh, from a policy standpoint, obviously, it is a policy that I fundamentally disagree with. I mean, children at that age need to be taught the basics when you're talking about reading and writing and arithmetic and socialization and discipline. I mean, we got to get back to basics and give kids the foundation that is necessary to give them an opportunity to succeed in life. Clearly, some of these changes to the curriculum are not going to do that. And I think that you're seeing Republicans unite over this issue. I think when you look at last year's election, uh, you saw parents, by and large, push back very strongly on this with the, when they went to the ballot box because parents need to be involved in kids' education. You know, at that level, at that age, parents need to be talking to kids about this if it needs to be talked about. Uh, in an educational standpoint, not the public educational system. And you are seeing uh, Republicans across the state unite. You've seen Governor Murphy now back off and say we're going to review some of this stuff. And so, you know, I think you're going to see if Governor Murphy doesn't change this uh, situation with the school curriculum, I think you're going to see the legislature absolutely get involved in this because whether you're a Republican, Democrat, parents across this state do not want this stuff taught at that age in the public education system. It's just not appropriate. I agree. agree. Not appropriate, and we got to get back to basics. You know, uh, I have a grandson who's 10. If I said to him gender orientation, he thinks it's a video game. I mean, this is – and and he's 10. Can you imagine a 6-year-old? What are they thinking? I mean, I I just – I don't understand it. You know, I – I'm with you. I mean, we, we can't have this. Yeah, none of us understand it, John. It just doesn't make any sense at that age. No. What do you you got to teach them, like, the, the basics. Exactly. That are give them the foundation they need. But, right. All right, so let's, um, this is one where the legislature is going to get involved. Yeah. Let's talk about the, a bill you're sponsoring, uh, S-1723. And I like this because it's directing the Secretary of Higher Education to determine – why so much out-migration of high school students to out-of-state colleges? I think the bill makes sense because when they leave and they go somewhere else, they don't come back to New Jersey. So can you talk about that and and how realistic this bill is to get passed? Yeah, that's exactly right, John. If they they leave New Jersey, they're not coming back. And that, that is actually one of the reasons why I ended up running for office again. You know, I was in for four years in the assembly, and I was out for 10 years coaching my kids and, you know, raising my kids. And now, of course, they're all in high school. And, you know, when I looked around and said, geez, you know, they're going to go off to college, uh, you know, there's not going to be as many opportunities to come back to New Jersey for them because of the economy, because of the cost of living, because of everything, you know, with the regulatory standpoint we have going on in New Jersey. There's just not going to be as much opportunity for my kids uh, in New Jersey that they're going to have elsewhere. And so this bill, you know, as you indicated, would uh, direct the the secretary of higher education to come up with a, you know, study the out migration, the kids leaving uh, the state of New Jersey to go elsewhere and not coming back. I think it's an issue that we have to really tackle because, you know, whether it's a retiree that is moving out of state because of the cost of living here or whether it's a student that gets educated elsewhere and doesn't come back, we are, you know, losing people in New Jersey. There's just an out migration generally of people because of 
property tax situation because of the cost of living situation. Now you couple that with the inflation we got going on. You know, New Jersey is a very tough place to encourage people to come back to just because there's not as much opportunity. You know, we have been a tourism economy forever. You've had the gaming. You haven't really diversified the economy here. We got to figure out from a statewide perspective, how can we develop industries, whether it's pharmaceutical or medical or aviation like we're working on here? How can we develop things in New Jersey that are going to give our kids an opportunity, whether they go into a trade or whether they get educated, to be able to come back here, be able to have a good job, good pay, provide for their family. And so this is what that bill would start the uh, start to do in terms of studying the issue and trying to figure out ways that we can get it reversed. Sounds good. Uh, Senator, we have just a, a short break, and then we'll come back to you. State Senator Vince Palestina is our guest. Talk with a purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have the senator for a couple more minutes. If you have a question for him, 609-407-1450 is our number here, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk with a Purpose with State Senator Vince Palestina after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. East Coast Roofing and Siding, protecting what you love and own. East Coast Roofing and Siding, trust us with your family and home. Hey there, South Jersey. This is Sean Steitler with East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Do you have a home project you've been pushing off? Does your house need a facelift? If so, you need to take advantage of our economic relief rebate program. For a limited time, we are offering no money down, no interest, and no payments for 12 months. Plus, when the job is complete, we will send you a rebate check for up to 15% of the cost. No payments until 2023 and money back in your pocket? You can't beat this deal. Call us today to schedule your free consultation. 609-625-1900. That's 609-625-1900. You can also visit our website at eastcoastroofing.com for more information. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. Are you stuck in the 70s? Maybe the 80s. Looking at your kitchen or bath, you don't know what year it's from, but it sure looks old, tired, and in need of refreshing. Kitchen and bath designer Krista Carullo can help you transform your kitchen or bath into something very special. Home improvements like these can substantially improve the value of your home. Krista has designed and implemented hundreds of new kitchens and baths in the Vetner, Margate, Longport, and other areas of South Jersey. For more information on how Krista can help you, contact her at 609-694-5666. 609-694-5666. Need to see samples of her work? Krista will be happy to send you some dazzling photos of her recent designs. 
Don't stay stuck in the 70s or 80s. Move up and make your home the desirable place it's meant to be. Contact Krista Carullo at 609-694-5666. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, rather cloudy and breezy, high 68. Tonight, a shower in the area this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy skies, low 44. Partly sunny and breezy on Sunday, high 54. Cool on Monday with sun and areas of high clouds in the morning. Periods of rain showers in the afternoon, high 53. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina is our guest. And his office number, you can contact him at any time at 609 677 609-677-8266. Any issue you have and you need the senator's help, he'll be happy to talk to you. 609-677-8266. Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina. And he is our guest here on the show. We've got a couple more minutes with the senator. If you have a question for him here on the air, 609-407-1450. Uh, I, I, I see a couple of the bills that you're sponsoring and I wanted you to talk about this one, Bill 1733. And I think this is intending to help students who apply for federal financial aid. Uh, what is this all about? Uh, I mean, are, are students not getting enough financial aid? Yeah, so this, uh, this bill creates a pilot program um, by the Department of Education to provide some instruction for students who would like to apply for financial aid. I mean, it's really geared to making sure that students who want to go on to college understand the opportunities. Uh, so it's a pilot program. We're going to, you know, hopefully include part of it in the 12th grade curriculum just because there are students out there that they are, they just don't know all the things that they may be able to apply for right. all the things they may be eligible for. And so this goes, this goes more to a broader conversation, uh, John, just about the, you know, overall curriculum and giving students some more uh, exposure to some of the financial literacy issues that they're going to have to deal with, you know, long term. You know, students coming out of high school in some cases just don't aren't financially literate and, uh, and you, you know, understanding, you know, if you go to college and you take on debt, this is how much the debt is going to cost you each month. And, you know, this is what you're going to need to live. And this, you know, whether you want to go to college, you want to get into a trade, it's just giving kids some more exposure and some more insight into the, you know, once they become an adult, the financial aspects of, uh, of living your life. I mean, you know, especially in New Jersey, it is expensive. And oh, when yeah. you uh, take on college debt, you know, that's a big, uh, big amount of money every month you have to pay. And now you hear all these, you know, things where they're delaying student repayments uh, on their loans. And, you know, in some cases talking about forgiving some of this debt. I just think kids are not getting enough, uh, enough insight into, you know, what it takes to actually make money and live your life. And so this would just simply create a pilot program, which would provide some of that in their 12th grade curriculum. And I think that's very necessary because, my niece is 42. She's still paying student loans. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, exactly. I mean, yeah. talk about talk about having one arm tied behind your back for your whole life. Uh, let's uh, let's go to the phones, uh, Senator. We got somebody waiting to talk to you. Al is in Corbin City. Al, good morning. You're almost State Senator Vince Palestina. Yes, Mr. Palestina. How are you doing this morning? 
Doing well, thanks. How are you? I hope. Uh, I want to ask you, um, critical race theory and uh, this uh, gender identification, uh, what, what are you doing about having that, make sure that's not in our school system? Is there so, any... Uh, if you heard a little bit... Yeah, we talked about this I earlier, did, but we, we, we didn't. But but the senator will re- kind of review what you said before, Senator. Yeah, I mean, I'm, so I'm we're, sorry, you know, I, we're I work. working with the. Go ahead. Go ahead, Senator. We're, we're working with the administration. I mean, you've, indi- you've heard the governor say we're going to review the uh, proposed curriculum. So if the administration, you know, decides to back off of this, clearly, you know, children at that age, as I said earlier, need to be taught the basics, you know, with reading and writing and arithmetic and, you know, discipline. We're going to give them the foundation for their future education. This stuff should not be part of it. Uh, And so we're going to work with the administration. If they back off of it, great. If not, this is an area I think you're going to see the legislature get involved because there are so many parents that are upset with this going to see an uprising. And so the legislature will take it up because we make the laws if the governor doesn't back off. And I think you're going to see a change, some changes before uh, the students go back to school in September. So I'd expect that we're going to recognize that some of this stuff at this age level is just not appropriate. We got it in the basics. Yeah. Uh, Al, thanks a lot for the call. Uh, and you mentioned earlier, and, and, and I said it earlier in my show that, uh, Governor Murphy has backed off his stance. So uh, obviously he's heard the noise. <laughs> and I'm sure the Republicans, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Republicans are going to get after him. So, uh, I mean, I'm not worried about that. I, I, but it's, it's ridiculous. Why even propose this? And, and you mentioned, I mean, he's in bed with the teachers. You know, he's given them all kinds of uh, raises and stuff. So it, it, it's it's just ridiculous. I, I don't understand it. I, I wanted to ask you, Senator, about another bill. And and we had talked about this in the beginning of our hour about Atlantic City and what they're spending. Uh, you're sponsoring S-2454, which enhances state fiscal oversight of certain school districts. And I guess my question really is, well... A, how would that work, and do you have any specific school districts that you're targeting? Well, yeah, this one, John, does target the Atlantic City Board of Education. And, you know, it gets uh, when it gets into the media, you know, they start talking about a takeover and that kind of stuff. This is not a takeover. What occurred, you know, since I've been in the, in the Senate, you know, we were talking about these issues affecting Atlantic City and, you know, the Stockton University boathouse issue came to light. And, you know, I asked the state, you know, why would you not take a look? And this is local government services under the Department of Community Affairs that is in charge of right now with the Atlantic City Stabilization Act. The local government services has oversight of the city of Atlantic City. They're really running the city. You know, the elected officials are there, but the city really runs the city for the last five years and now for four more years. So I asked the local government services, why would you not take a look at what the Board of Education did with this issue? Because clearly, you know, Stockton's invested $250 million into the city. They are part of the future of the city, you know, trying to get it turned around. And so it just seemed to me that if the state's running the city, we should take a look at it. And they said, well, no, we don't have oversight of the Atlantic City Board of Education. 
There is a state monitor from the Department of Education who has oversight of the Atlantic City Board of Education, but that monitor doesn't really communicate with the team that's in place from local government services. And so it just seemed to me, and I, you know, I still feel this way, although, as I mentioned earlier, they take this stuff very personally, but if the, if the state of New Jersey is committed to getting Atlantic City turned around and we're going to try to stabilize the city's finances, then local government services, who is overseeing the city, should also have oversight of the Board of Education. Why would you have two different entities of state government, one overseeing the city and another overseeing the Board of Education? And so what this bill really does is just give the same entity which controls the city oversight of the Board of Education. That's kind of gotten morphed because, you know, with the Stockton University thing and they'd call it a takeover. It's really not. It's just streamlining our ability at the state level to have oversight of everything that the city does. And I think it's necessary if we're really going to try to stabilize city's finances, recognizing you know, that they're spending a lot of money per student at the Board of Education, recognizing we haven't gotten the outcomes we would like to see, that, uh, and recognizing that that is the biggest part of people's tax bills in the city of Atlantic City, just seems to me that it makes a ton of sense to have the same entity overseeing both the city and the Board of Education. So that's what that bill does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're, you're going through this, and Pete and I are sitting here shaking our head going, well, wait a minute. The state took over, but they're in charge of that, but they're not in charge of the, the Board of Education. I mean, this, this, is, this is craziness. I mean, if, if you drew this up, and you've been in business, if you drew this up in business, somebody would say to you, you know what, you're crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't get <laughs> it. You know what I said when I yeah. heard this. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said when I heard it. I had the same reaction you guys are having right now. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? It doesn't. You got to have one entity. It's going to streamline things. It's going to make things better, and it's going to give them the real ability to to stabilize the city's finances. It doesn't make any sense, and so that's why that's why that sponsored the bill is Atlantic City School District, and I think it's necessary. I, I, I agree to with the, you. Uh, in a position where we can grow. Okay, real quick, Senator. Uh, what's your stance on county shared services? Denny Levinson has been on the show and has been spearheading this, uh, you know, streamlining the county court system and talking about shared services. What's your stance on shared services? Do you see more coming for the county municipalities? Yeah, I definitely think you're going to see more coming. I think uh, what we need to do in order to living in New Jersey and make things more affordable. I think uh, some of these things that, you know, you can do with through shared services, you know, when you talk about some of the administrative costs in school districts and, you know, separate principals and separate administrative staff, like if you live in the city of Northfield, you have, you know, multiple school districts. Then you have the mainland board of education. There's just, there should be opportunities to share services, to share superintendents, to share some of the administrative stuff in some of these towns. And I think that, Without a doubt, you know, that is going to be part of the discussion going forward. Consolidated Municipal Court, I understand, you know, it's kicked off. It's a little slow because it had some issues with getting some of the HVAC equipment. But, you know, one of the things there is not only are we going to save money, but people in Municipal Court, you're going to get them services through a little pilot program with the Consolidated People who have addiction issues or uh, mental health issues, they're going to be, JFS is going to have staff right on site there that's going to be able to get people services they need if they end up in municipal court. And so I think that that is going to work very well as we get it 
rolled out is going to save towns money and give people more access to services they may need. And so I think without a doubt, more shared services are definitely going to be part of the future. Sounds good, Senator. And we thank you for your time and we thank you for coming on the show. A lot of good stuff that you gave us and we look forward to having you back on the program sometime in the near future. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Atlanta County State Senator Vince Palestina, his office number 609-677-8266, 609-677-8266. His office address, 2021 New Road, that's Suite 24 in Linwood. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts in hour number two after these words. At Recovery Centers of America, we know getting sober and staying sober is something you must work on every day. And with life being hectic, attending therapy and meetings can be difficult, but not anymore. Introducing Shoutout, brought to you by Recovery Centers of America. Shoutout is a new teletherapy app that brings evidence-based addiction treatment to you at the click of a button. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call 866-99-SHOUT-NOW for a same-day assessment. Whether you're starting treatment, experiencing a relapse, or need help staying on track. Our therapists provide expert group and individual addiction treatment that's convenient, accessible, and affordable. You'll love all the features of the Shoutout app, including the sobriety tracker, community forum, and educational, inspiring content that provides support 24-7. And Shoutout is in-network with major insurance providers. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call Recovery Centers of America at 866-99-SHOUT for an assessment. That's 866-99-SHOUT. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk with the Purpose again. Thanks to Atlantic County State Senator Vince Palestina for coming on the show. We really appreciate him coming on, taking some time out to talk to us. And a lot of good stuff that he gave us, a lot of bills that he's sponsoring really seem to be good bills. So we'll keep you posted on that. Again, the Senator's office number 609 677 8266. 609 677 8266. His office is at 2021 New Road, Suite 24 in Linwood. A couple of minutes left of hour number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
you notice with Senator Palestina on the show, it came up a couple of times with callers. And I mentioned it earlier, and in our number one, we had a caller mentioning it. This whole thing about sex education with grade school kids. And and I am making you this offer. And we heard a caller mention to Senator Palestina, Palestina, they were on the school board and they fought this and that. Listen, I'll help you fight. All right. And if you would like me to be the speaker at a school board meeting and I will get up there and I will mention on the air that I'll be there and, and creating publicity for something that they don't want publicity for, especially school boards. If they say, well, we're going to teach this and you don't want that. Well, <laughs> you know. But I, I'm offering that to you. You can email me anytime, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. Email me anytime you like, and uh, we'll set that up. I'll come to your school board meeting. I'm planning to do the same for my grandson's school district. So I figure if I can do it at one place, I can do it at another. I can do it at several. So that's that's my offer. Couple of minutes left of this hour. Let's go to the phones. John's in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yes, good morning. Um, now, I understand that the Mayor Ustry and a couple and uh, many other uh, school teachers, as well as politicians in Atlantic City, are not living too badly. Now, how come they're not getting together and uh, you know help, helping out with this uh, education problem we're having? The curriculum of teaching uh, carnal knowledge to little kids instead of. Uh, Teaching them uh, the three R's, writing, reading, and arithmetic, right? Probably they don't uh, care, course, John. Not living in, they don't care. That's probably good. Care Listen, you're getting you're getting a yeah. fat pension. You think you're worried about what they're teaching now? <laughs> you're, Absolutely. Now you're, you're collecting course, all the yeah. way to the bank, John. All the way to the bank. <laughs> of course, uh, Senator Palestina's kid going to uh, Saint Augustine's prep is is a major issue. Of course, that's a major issue, but. Uh, as far as addressing their problems, they're not, they, they couldn't care less. Now, yeah. of course, Maxine Waters lives in a $5 million mansion. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's worth about $129 million bucks. You want to start with uh, corruption, we'll start with the Democrat Party. That's right. Um, as, as early as uh, March, uh, mid-March, there was a, a uh, COVID-19 outbreak in China, and it's just as relented uh, as of April 12th. People were actually sealed into their homes. It was more like a house arrest. A man from Wangpu province had called in a food order, not from a local shop, right, but through uh, uh, the local committee, the CCP, Chinese Communist Party local committee. And after waiting about six days for food, he escaped. Uh, uh, he escaped from the, his captors, really. And he was trying to, it, the last food he had eaten was a bowl of rice. So after six days, he was, he was mighty hungry. And as he was looking out for his nine-year-old mother as well. Now, the CCP wants to know why he wasn't patiently waiting it out. He says, well, actually... I was I, I was patiently waiting it out. I actually had to drink water to quell my hunger pangs. But now the water is gone. Now I have no food or water, and I had to out of desperation. So these people are thinking that that communism actually has an answer for us. They better think again. We're losing our country because we have ass clowns who want to implement communism. That's right. And that's we right. we have to stand up for ourselves. That's right, yeah. John. Thank you for the call. You're absolutely right. And that's why we have shows like this because we have to stand up for for what's right. And and teaching gender orientation to second graders and third graders. I don't know about you, but I didn't know anything about that when I was in second grade. <laughs> My mother said, do your homework. That's it. You know, and th th that's the end of that story. 
I worried about I worried about the Phillies and the and the Eagles when I was in second grade. <laughs> oh, hour number two is in the books. Hour number three, we have a bunch of topics on the program. We're going to be talking about uh, yeah, we're going to mention something about Hurley in the morning. Also going to talk about uh, Sleepy Joe. Talk about that. We can always talk about that. There's plenty to talk about there. And whatever you want to talk about at 609-407-1450. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. Hour number two in the books. Hour number three on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number three, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as you heard the man say, I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us, as always, for our Saturday morning get-together, lively show, as always, so far. And we are pleased to have with us, in case you missed it earlier, Pete Thompson is producing today. Pete is the the maven of TV40 and a sports enthusiast, and he promises after the show he's going to fix the Phillies. So that's what he, he promised me. Hey, All right. hey. On. Hey, wait a second here. Well, that's what you said. You said you're going to fix the Phillies. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm having a fun time on this side and interacting with some folks that uh, maybe don't call 97.3 ESPN. Well, so, it's, l- listen, so it's nice to talk to everybody. This is a whole different world. Yeah. As I've always said, you've been in the toy department all your life. That's now, right. Now you're in the real world. Yeah, I have the adult over here. That's all right. right. Okay. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> want to congratulate our own Harry Hurley. Harry... Um, Recently, I, I'm sure he mentioned it the other day, uh, the Talkers magazine, Talkers.com, they rank the talk show hosts. Now, remember, this is the entire country. This is not New Jersey or New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware. No, this is the entire country. Uh, Harry is 35th in the country, and that's the highest he's ever got. And I congratulated him on Facebook, and I said, well, next year you'll be top 10. So that's and for those who said one of the local politicians, I won't mention his names. I said it before, said he's irrelevant. Is that irrelevant? 35th, 35th in the country. That's irrelevant. No. Okay. Congratulations, Harry. Keep up the good work. And speaking of Harry, uh, the other day I was listening and he had Joe Girallo on. And I have to tell you, from my own personal experience, we are very lucky in Atlantic County to have a guy like Joe Girallo working for us. And not because he's Republican or or I vote Republican or I voted for him. No, I know him and I know his work ethic. And I heard the stories years ago that he goes into work at six o'clock in the morning. And so, you know, he was on the other day and they were talking about this whole thing about the primary and early voting sites. Now, I believe there was six last year and they decided to add a seventh. And the discussion was about where. And 
they decided EHT. And right away, right away, somebody, and, and I won't mention his name. I won't glorify him with mentioning his name. But I'll mention another name. Says, oh, well, well that, that, they did that because it's a white county or it's a white township. What? I mean, you know, that drives me insane when somebody says that. And, of course, that individual was African-American. All right, right away, if you decide somewhere, well, you know, it's, it's because they're white. So then Atlantic County Democratic Chairman Mike Suleiman, he said, Atlantic County Republicans are making it harder for people of color to vote. The county clerk's decision is short-sighted and does very little to ensure fair and equal access for voters. What? If there's seven early voting sites and you are are a person of color, don't you think that one of them is near you? So that's just, again, the Democratic playbook. And by the way, the other person who's, who, who said white was Democrat. The Democratic playbook. When in doubt, use the race card. Ridiculous. By the way, three days of early voting prior to the primary on June 7th and nine days of early voting before the general election on November 8th. So just keep that in mind. And there will be seven sites. And thanks to Joe Girallo for doing a great job. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Frank Inventor. Frank, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Great to speak to you. Thanks, Frank. Same here. Uh, so, uh, so, John, before I do my topic, you, you, you probably realize I'd better say one quick word about uh, wind energy after hearing Seth. Yes, um, yes. I would just say that it, it, until we get this experiment that Seth keeps talking about, he might want to look into four Midwest states with Republican governors who are getting over 30 percent of their electricity from wind energy. So that, that's all I'll say about that. Yeah, well, you know uh, what? No, John, Frank, here's some, let, oh, let, me, let me add something sure. to that. Uh, and I sure. think what his point was, and I saw the email exchange with you and him. I, I think the point was, is, well, if those are doing it in the Midwestern states, why aren't we doing it here? Why aren't we doing anything here? I mean, I, I just that that makes me question that. So that's that's my take on your exchange with Seth and so on. So go ahead. What else did you have in mind? And, and you had it right when you said it was all about, you know, getting to the truth and not just uh, opinion. But, yeah, John, here's my other my other topic. John, I'm going to say something that I that's never been said on a conservative talk show before. OK, this is what I think. OK, <laughs> Uh I am in 100% support of Joe Biden's most recent regulation on gun ownership. Okay. And, and John, this has to do with, this has to do, have you heard about the ghost guns? Yes. What that's all about? Yes, yes. I've yeah. Heard now, a ghost gun is a, a kit. You can buy it, assemble it. It'll be a real gun. Right. Uh, it, it, it doesn't have on serial numbers. Right. So the, the, the problem with it, and here's where I, I, I like what Biden done what Biden did, you do not need to go through a background check to buy these kits. Right. So anyone can buy this kit. A criminal could buy it. Now you do have to get a background check. 
So it, it, it doesn't hurt anyone who's a, uh, a law-abiding citizen. They, they would have to get a background check for a gun anyway. This is just treating uh, an, an unassembled gun like a real gun. So I, I, see how it, I don't see how it hurts anyone who's a law-abiding citizen. Yeah, well, you know what, Frank? You have managed, and I know you do a lot of research, you have managed to find one good thing that Joe Biden has done. Let's let's give Frank a hand. Yay, Frank. I, 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 I think I, I'm I the only with, one, John. I, I agree with you on that. But, I mean, you're right. The, the ghost guns, you, you can't can't trace them, can't track them. Now that if they have to have a background check, I'm all for that. I mean, listen, Frank, even a blind squirrel gets an acorn once in a while. <laughs> so That's right, John. I I, I can't promise I'll ever I'll ever do this again. Okay, this was the one time well, I, I do have to feel, agree with him. Feel free anytime you like, Frank. And thanks for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, Biden did one good thing. Yay! I, but I don't think he knows that he did it because maybe somebody else put this together. Talk with the purpose of the show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five, and I'm John DeMassey, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Speaking of, uh, I do want to talk about Sleepy Joe in just a moment. But first, we're going to go to uh, Sarasota, Florida, and Bob. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Hey, just a couple of things I, I want to talk about. Just just this week, my wife and I, and we saw an icon, absolute great. I consider the greatest sing, singer of the 20th century. And... His name's Johnny Mathis. Yeah. His first, her first hit was in 1955. His first number one single, 1955. And look, the reason I'm bringing this up on your show is just the degeneration of our culture. The beautiful songs that he sings versus versus what I, I get to listen to <laughs> at, 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 at these gyms that I work out in, especially in, in, in Cape May, <laughs> where the, the, the ownership, I mean, they're, they're great people. I really like them, but they, they play music for, for, you know, for teenagers. And, and what they're, the trash they're listening to, it just, you know, you, you talk about, I mean, there, there is nothing uplifting at all about this. I mean, this is just, the, the, you know, you're getting down to, to, you know, just disgusting, horrible, horrible influences for young kids. But look, you talked about this, 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 this quote from, from one of these, I think he's a county, he's a commissioner in Atlantic County about not having equal access or, or, un, or access to voting. Yeah. Okay, and that's a, that's a that's a that, that is the typical Democrat playbook yeah. doing this here. You're right. And, You're right. And if you want to really see something revealing, there's an hour long interview with Justice Gableman out of Wisconsin on Tucker Carlson's hour form long program on Fox Nation. Okay, it's Tucker Carlson today. Your hair would stand up. What what the Democrats got away with, all in the 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 uh, for the reason of their their reason they give is to give everybody free access, complete open access to voting, encouraging everyone to vote. Well, that's really not true. What they they what they they use. 
private resources from Zuckerberg and from Soros, millions of dollars were thrown in to five of Wisconsin's largest cities so they could not the, – the, so they targeted minority areas where they knew they had high Democrat voters, and, that's, and, and they actually were able to supplant city clerks – City clerks resigned, and in, 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 in Green Bay, the city clerk resigned, wow. and and a Zuckerberg agent, a leftist agent, took over the election in in Green Bay. He took over the election. He he was in charge of 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 curing ballots. He was in charge of location of where they counted the ballots. They moved it from where they they used to have it at City Hall. They moved it to to the Hyatt Regency where he had all the keys. To the, the grand ballroom. Yeah, but the point I, I, I'm making about this, and and the most one of the most egregious examples here, the nursing homes, John. Yeah, do you know that they had 100 percent voter participation in the nursing homes? Gee, wonder 100%. how that happened. Wonder how that and, happened. And, and oh, John, they, yeah. they they Gableman played a a video of a woman who was 104 years old. Her relatives could not wake her up. She voted. She didn't know where she was. Right, right. Right. And and but but this was you know going on this kind of voter fraud and and look we're not relitigating. I know we're not going to change the election, but unless we stop this illegality, unless we stop this, you know, if we don't have voter voting, you know, the voter. Is if we don't have the integrity of the vote, right. we're finished. You're right. Just one more point in in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, there are five million people. Four million are eligible to vote. You know, you know how many people are on their voter rolls? Seven million. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the truth. So this is what we're dealing with. We're, we're dealing with 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 the Democrat Party, who. You know they, they they do not want free and fair elections. No, okay? no, they they not. they want to put their finger on the scale. <laughs> That's what. You know. But uh, all right, John. Bob, thank you. Look for, happy Easter. Look forward happy, to being up there soon. Okay, good. <laughs> happy Easter. Happy Passover. Thanks for the call. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Let's talk to Mac in Ocean City. Mac, good morning. You're on talk with a purpose. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Uh, first, let me just tell you that I've been listening to you for years. And even though I'm an independent voter and I check things out that you say, and you are always on target. Thank you. You have one of the best radio shows I've ever listened to because you listen to both sides. Listen, I tried to call you earlier, and uh, you had someone talking about windmills and solar and kind of indicating they look like they were worthless. But I want to tell you my experience with my solar. I got solar five years ago. And before I got the solar company to put them in my house, I did a spreadsheet. And what you listeners have got to realize, the solar market is deregulated. And they got to do their homework before they pick any solar company. I mean, in my columns, I had the name of the owner, what his home address was. Did they sub it out? What was the warranty on their labor? What was the warranty on the solar? Where was the solar made? And after about 12 companies coming through my home, I found one company who had problems, but they explained them to the best that I think that I felt good about. 
But my electric bill would run about three seventy-five a month on an average. Wow! It is now five five to seven dollars a month. Wow! Not only counting, not only counting selling my electric back. Uh, they called SREX. Okay, I was able to pay off a fifteen-year loan in five years. Uh, and they, you know, all the companies advertised not a penny out of your pocket because they finance it, right? Uh, which we did also, and it was the lowest payment ever I had for any electric bill. We took the SRAC money, also put that on on the loan, and paid it off in five years. So I can only tell you from my personal experience, solar is the best thing I ever did. And again, once again, because I went with a company. I also went to the yards where they put the solar panels on the trucks. I wanted to make sure they weren't working out of a garage, but I found a company that was had a, its own workshop, and they had an administrator who I talked to every administrator of every solar company, and half of them were kids out of college, because once you get solar and you buy it, you either buy it or you lease it, but you should always buy it. You got to be approved by the state as a solar, uh, as a electric generating plant. Wow! And yeah. that is very layered yes, in yes, paper. Yes. So I yeah. just want to let you know. Well, my you. solar experience has been great. Well, that's good, and you and you actually did your homework, and you were very thorough. I, I think. Uh, Mac, well, you, I, I'm, let yeah. me tell you what happened in my in my investigation. I found two of the owners were arrested for consumer fraud, <laughs> and also during the. <laughs> And during the time period, the FBI had raided one of the companies who came to my house. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah. What, what, so it, yeah. It, you, you got to get the right company. Yeah. Well, th the point was, and Mac, thank you for the call. Well, well said and well thought out, and really, you set it up. Seth Grossman's point was, if this is so great, and for sixteen years we've had these wind turbines, you know they look beautiful, don't they? Every time you come in and out of Atlantic City. I mean, don't they look nice? I mean, it's nice. You go, oh, well, look at that, huh? And you just, he's saying, well, how come we're not doing this with that? And and here, Mac just told you, paying three seventy five a month for electric and now it's $6? I would sign up for that. Wouldn't you? Of course. So all we're saying is let's utilize what people are saying can be done to help us with our energy. That's all. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. A rare moment in the show where we have some open lines, and, and we want we want Pete to really get the real feel of today's show because he's been working hard. He, he said he needs more arms if he's going to continue to do this. So we'll, we'll, we'll see if that continues. 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk with the Purpose after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. 
Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Best of the Press, seven years in a row for gift baskets, and this year, Best Produce Store, B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, now features an expanded prepared food section, more selections, and fewer reasons to cook. B.F. Mazio includes baked goods, prepared foods, gourmet specialties, and the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Special orders are welcome. B.F. Mazio online at bfmazio.com and holiday sides for your Easter and Passover dinners. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield. Back here on Talk of the Purpose, you want to email me during the week, jdadv, the number one, at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. Get a lot of emails during the week and appreciate it. Appreciate your, you know, keeping in touch because obviously we don't talk to each other, but once a week. So you can certainly do that. jdadv1 at comcast.net. And like us on Facebook, at Talk With a Purpose, at Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. And that's our show, Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I understand Bob is back. Bob, welcome back. You, you, you couldn't live without us for a couple of minutes, huh? Uh, sure. Hey, just real quick, I, I don't want to hog the line, but look, the, one thing these proponents of, of, of green energy and, and solar panels, they, they really never mention this, that's the government subsidies that, that you know, the taxpayers are paying for all these solar solar panels, and yeah. and, and and you know, like like Tesla, for instance, they've not made a profit on any vehicle they've ever built without the government subsidies. Right, you right. Know? So you know, let's not forget that. And and you know, these 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 solar panels. They're pretty god awful looking. Let me tell you. Oh, you yeah, know? Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. And, and if you ever have a, a roof leak, you, know, you maybe have a big problem. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot that go go ahead, John. Yeah. You, you know what, Bob? I I think what the point of that call was. 
I mean, and, and people are going to buy into that. You're paying three seventy five a month for your electric. Now you're paying six dollars. I mean, you know, that's very tempting to to go with that. And, and you're right; they, they don't look pretty. And if you got a roof leak, you got a problem. So yeah, you're right. There's a lot of things to think about besides that. Well, you know, I, I have solar power solar panels on on a rental house I have in Rehoboth Beach, and you know, it was a lease that I had to take over with buying a house. So with this particular instance here, the previous owner agreed to have solar panels on his roof for 25 years at 113 dollars a month. That's the rent that you pay. All right. And, and there are some months I, the, the electric use is really great. I mean, yeah, I just paid a bill. It was 36 bucks a month. I understand that. Yeah. But, but, you know, you've got those panels on your roof and it does devalue the, the, your property in, in many instances. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot to think about, Bob. Thanks for uh, calling. All right, John. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Happy Easter and happy Passover. 609-407-1450. Let's talk to Wayne and Apsik. And Wayne, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, John. Yeah. Hey, I got some bad news for uh, Eric and Ventner. Yes. Let me, let me pose this question to you, John. What is the one thing we can do to keep illegal weapons out of the hands of criminals? Keep them locked up. Keep the criminals locked up. Yes, yes. Keep them locked up. Yes. Is that that the right answer? Well, uh, but I'm speaking about legislation. Yes. Like he was talking about the ghost gun legislation. Yes. Here's the fact of the matter. You cannot, no matter what we do, no matter what legislation is written, no matter by whom, state, federal, local, there's nothing we can do to keep criminals from getting illegal weapons. Do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would think. Okay, Listen, so, if, if so you... we start there. Right. So now we know no matter what we do, criminals are going to get illegal weapons if they want them. So now, what would be the right thing to do? Well, if we know they're going to get them, wouldn't it make sense to make it easier for law-abiding citizens to get some weapons for self-defense? Yeah, but but see, you're, uh, Wayne, you're going down a slippery slope there. Oh, uh, but there's no slippery slope. What's the slippery slope? Yeah, well, well, well. Here's the thing: what what they figure on what their attempt is is to make it harder, as you said, to, to get guns. And you're saying well, if if a criminal wants to get guns, he can get guns. It doesn't matter what the legislation says. Yeah, that's and, correct. And, and you're right. But you can't. Okay, so this, you agree that the legislation yeah, yeah. does nothing then? Right, right. So you disagree with? Well, but 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 what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Well, this... there is nothing, John. I repeat, there is nothing you can do to keep illegal weapons out of the hands of criminals. The only thing that you may do to uh, <clears throat> quell it a little bit: very stiff penalties for illegal possession yeah. and hope. Yeah. And hope, and I use that word strongly, hope that it deters some people. Other than that, face reality, nothing is going to keep illegal weapons out of the hands of criminals. Thanks for the call. Thanks for taking the call, John. All right, Wayne. Thanks a lot for the call. Well, Wayne poses a difficult dilemma. 
I mean, if you can't keep guns out of the hands of criminals, all right, then you make stiffer penalties if they get caught. Well, if they don't get caught, you know, like the other day, and and we started talking at the beginning of the show, uh, Pete Thompson is with us here today, and Pete uh, was on TV40 for years. We miss TV40, and if we want local news, we have to hope that uh, 3, 6, or 10 covers it, and then you have to sit there and watch 22 shootings in 24 hours in Philadelphia. And you don't want to watch New York channels because that's even worse. So, uh, you know, the guy in the subway the other day, I mean, what, what is this, you know? So I, it is a very difficult, a, an extremely difficult dilemma that we're faced with. And yesterday they were showing on the news, speaking of the news, all of these prayer vigils in Philadelphia. We got to stop the violence. How many times have we seen that? Prayer vigils. That's not going to do anything. Uh, Listen, I'm not against prayer. If you believe and you go to church and you pray, fine. But do you really think a prayer vigil is going to stop 22 shootings in 24 hours? And then all of the money that cities spend on preventing violence, where's that going? Are they preventing anything? So Wayne's call is significant from the standpoint of it makes you say, well, what do we do? What are we, what are we doing here? <sighs> 609-407-1450. Sometimes you get to the point with this show that you're <laughs> between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> more, more times than often. 609-407-1450. Let's talk about Joe Biden. We, we gave him some credit earlier when we were talking about guns. The inflation situation is so bad. The president appears to be downplaying inflation and the effects. It is the highest in 40 years. And they're saying 8.5%. If you listen to our financial show and our financial guy, Joe Yakovich, he's often talked about this. It's more than 8.5% because they don't include food and energy in that. So it's probably more than that. 60% of Americans say they worry about a great deal about inflation, according to a new Gallup poll. They worry a lot about inflation. 60%. It's a lot. The average family spends $250 a month more to get by than they did in 2020. In his recent address, listen to this one, all right? This is this is Biden for you. He says, you know, we we really, we had to clean up the mess left by Trump. <laughs> Never miss an opportunity to bash Trump, particularly if you're a Democrat. By the way, when Trump was in office his last year, what was the inflation? Take a guess. 1.2%. 1.2%. Now, 8.5. And as I said, doesn't include food and energy. Doesn't include food and energy. So it's probably more like 20%, maybe more. I'll tell you, it just, it really, 
oh, oh, here was the other thing he did the other day. He uh, talked about gasoline, and he said, I'm ordering the release of one million barrels of oil a day for six months from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. And he's thinking that'll get them through the midterms. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But at the same time, he proposed more fees and higher taxes on oil companies, which, of course, you know, they're going to pass along to consumers. So Biden didn't do us any favors, you know, by doing that. But the biggest thing he did was when he first took office, he shut down the pipeline. And we had been energy independent for years under Trump. But now more more gasoline prices, more this, more that. Everything's more. I saw a thing the other day. Used car prices up 35 percent. Thirty five percent for used cars up 35 percent. It used to be, you know, used cars weren't worth anything. Now, 35 percent more. Thank you, Joe Biden. 609-407-1450. It is Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. You want to talk about Joe Biden? You want to talk about guns? You want to talk about the uh, school situation and, and sex education being taught to second and third graders? Hey, it's all on the table at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk with a Purpose after these words. In these unusual economic times, do you wonder what to do with your money? If you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, tax planning, or any other type question, then listen to The Heart of Your Money. Heard every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. Featuring noted author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and the best ways for you to navigate your financial portfolio. That's every Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM, South Jersey's talk station. East Coast Roofing and Siding, protecting what you love and own. East Coast Roofing and Siding, trust us with your family and home. Hey there, South Jersey. This is Sean Steitler with East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows. Do you have a home project you've been pushing off? Does your house need a facelift? If so, you need to take advantage of our economic relief rebate program. For a limited time, we are offering no money down, no interest, and no payments for 12 months. Plus, when the job is complete, we will send you a rebate check for up to 15% of the cost. No payments until 2023 and money back in your pocket? You can't beat this deal. Call us today to schedule your free consultation. 609-625-1900. That's 609-625-1900. You can also visit our website at eastcoastroofing.com for more information. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. Are you stuck in the 70s? Maybe the 80s. Looking at your kitchen or bath, you don't know what year it's from, but it sure looks old, tired, and in need of refreshing. Kitchen and bath designer Krista Carullo can help you transform your kitchen or bath into something very special. Home improvements like these can substantially improve the value of your home. Krista has designed and implemented hundreds of new kitchens and baths in the Vetner, Margate, Longport, and other areas of South Jersey. For more information on how Krista can help you, contact her at 609-694-5666. 
609-694-5666. Need to see samples of her work? Krista will be happy to send you some dazzling photos of her recent designs. Don't stay stuck in the 70s or 80s. Move up and make your home the desirable place it's meant to be. Contact Krista Carullo at 609-694-5666. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon, rather cloudy and breezy, I-68. Tonight, a shower in the area this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy skies, low 44. Partly sunny and breezy on Sunday, high 54. Cool on Monday with sun and areas of high clouds in the morning. Periods of rain showers in the afternoon, high 53. I'm AccuWeather's Chris Morelli on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we're back here on Talk of the Purpose. You can listen to any of our shows at any time by Googling John DeMassey Podcasts. Very simple, John DeMassey Podcasts. You Google that, and all of the shows come up. I mean, there's over 100 shows there. And we had a, a couple of issues, and people were emailing me, where's last week's show? Well, I don't have anything to do with that. But I found out, and we had a little glitch here and there, but we're, we're, we're good. So John DeMassey Podcast, you Google that, and they all come up. And, of course, it's our show, Talk of the Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also hear us on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. That's WPGTalkRadio.com. Uh, we we talked about this uh, earlier, and and I wanted to get back to it because it's 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 very very sensitive to me. This whole issue of the sex education in grade school, and you know, Governor Murphy is backing off a little bit, but this is this is right out of the Democratic playbook. They want to teach gender orientation, sex education to grade schoolers. And a lot of people are up in arms about that. First of all, there is no reason, no reason at all for a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old to hear about gender orientation, sex education. Now, I understand at some point it should be on a curriculum, maybe 13, 14, 15. Yeah. Towards the end of middle school, high school. But so I've made this offer. You you can email me, jdadv1 at comcast.net. I will speak to your school board. I will deliver a speech saying we don't want any of this. And I'm sure a lot of you will agree with me on that. So, And, and we've talked about that before. So uh, just an offer out there. I'll try to help you out. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Yes, there actually there is a way of keeping guns out of the hands of criminals. It's called the repression via algorithms, uh, which is utilized by the communist Chinese Communist Party. They actually can watch everything that you do and say and see on a computer by you know tracing algorithms, controlling the algorithms as well as facial recognition. Whatever place you go into, any kind of public place. You go into a supermarket, whatever. There's facial recognition via cameras, and also uh, when you're checking out of your checking out with your groceries. So there is a way by watching every step that you make, every step you take. They're going to watch everything you do, everything you see, everything you say. So that's basically mind control. So the uh, we'd have to ditch our constitution to implement that. Though our Bill of Rights would be no longer 
we'd have no more bill of rights. So actually, if you want to, yeah, you have to have background checks for criminals, though, because it's out of hands. Yeah, so there has, we have to meet in the middle somewhere. But our Second Amendment right cannot be infringed upon. Thanks. You're right. You're right, John. Thanks a lot for the call. 609-407-1450. I just wanted to mention for a moment, uh, if you listen to our financial show with Joe Yakovich on Saturday morning from 8 till 9, and Joe has been on the show. In fact, he'll be with us next week here on the program. Uh, this I found very disturbing, and I thought it was worth us just mentioning it here. Uh, the article says increasingly U.S. retirees are falling into homelessness. And I I was particularly disturbed by this because in a lot of cases, and, and I have some friends that are kind of in this same boat, in a lot of cases, if the person doesn't work when they're, quote, unquote, at retirement age, if they don't continue to work, they can't survive. And what is happening here is they're saying this was a quote from a home, a shelter. And a person who runs a shelter said that older people are making up about 30 percent of those staying there. And her quote was, these are not necessarily people who have mental illness or substance abuse problems. They are people being pushed into the streets by rising rents. So here we go. And we're talking about inflation and we're talking about gas and we're talking about used cars and we're talking about all of those things. And, you know, this has got to affect retirees because let's face it, if you're not working and you're living off your investment income, if you have that. And if you don't have it and you're living off Social Security, I think we all know that Social Security in and of itself is not enough for you to retire on. This is a, a 2019 study of aging homeless people, and this was led by the University of Pennsylvania. They kind of tracked 30 years of census data, and they say the number of people 65 and older experiencing homelessness will nearly triple by the year 2030. Now you're saying to yourself, well, John, that's eight years from now. Okay, guess what? As somebody once told me years ago, you blink and the next thing you know, it's 10 years later. So this is going to be a public health crisis. So now we go back to inflation. Now we go back to things costing more. And so, once again, what are we doing about this? And we talked about the gun problem. What are we doing about that? What are we doing about this? And one of the experts who, who conducted this study said, we are seeing that retirement is no longer the golden dream. A lot of the working poor are destined to retire onto the streets. Now, let me tell you something. You know, when you're talking about poor, and, and, and you're talking about retiring, you know, you don't necessarily have to be poor. I mean, if you're if you're living on Social Security and let's say I mean, and I've had friends that this has happened to. Let's say you're getting twelve hundred, thirteen hundred a month. Well, that's your rent. 
So how are you gonna how are you gonna afford to live? Then you gotta go back to work. And when you're gonna go back to work, somebody's gonna say, Well, listen, you're a little too old to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but wait a minute, I need the money. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but we got somebody who's 40 who can do the job. So you, you get the you get the dilemma? Now, baby boomers right now number over 70 million. The older the oldest boomers in their mid 70s will hit age 65 by the year 2030. So this is what the, the this appears to be the the certainly the the breaking point of of the year 2030 where we're going to have all these homeless people. And I mean who knows if a lot of us are going to be around, but if we are, are we going to see are we going to see anything being done about it? Are we? I mean, uh, I, I, I just, it, it just, it's disturbing. And this whole inflation thing, by the way, the other day, I was excited. I paid $3.91 for a gallon of gas. That's exciting. Listen, after four twenty-five, three ninety-one is beautiful. It's got to come down a little more. 609-407-1450. We do have a couple of minutes left of our show, so we do have time for a couple of more calls here on the program, if you want to chime in on this or you want to chime in on anything we talked about, the abortion issue, um, we talked about the state of New Jersey trying to instill sex education in second and third graders. You want to talk about that. You want to talk about gun issues. It's all on the table for the last couple of minutes here on the show. 609-407-1450. During the break, we were talking about, Pete and I were talking about, they never miss an opportunity to bash President Trump, particularly Saturday Night Live. (laughs) I haven't watched that show. I can't tell you the last time I watched that show. And I find it to be, for me, a lot of times offensive. But they still have skits bashing Trump. Now, he's been out of office, what is it, 15 months? And they're still bashing him? And and how many times, like I noticed, one of my favorite TV shows is Law & Order, SVU. They always sneak in some kind of reference to Trump. And it's never positive. So, I mean, they just, they just continue. I mean, and I'm wondering, you know, if he runs again, which it looks like he's going to. Oh, can you see this? Can you see the ads? And we're going to hear about January 6th forever. So just just a thought here as we were discussing during the break. Let's talk to Greg and Absegan. Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Good morning, Mr. Massey. Um, it, this may be incorrect as far as direction, but the way I see the school system and the way it's set up right now, we have the legislature to the unions, to the school boards, to the teachers, to the children. And sitting down at the bottom, of course, are the children. Right. No, you're right there. Everything that's happening. You're right on the money. right. Right. Everything that's happening is flowing in one direction. Somewhere, it is never going to change unless intersected somewhere up at the top. There's a cross-section between the administrators the students, 
the teachers that have to really scream whatever's going to happen and be fed down to the kids. It doesn't happen right now. No, it doesn't. Right now, they get it whether they want it or not. Yeah, well, what you described, Greg, was right on the money. And every one of those segments, with the exception of the children, are all controlled by Democrats. And each one has something to say except for the kids. Right. And each one has an agenda. And and, and I don't know where this came from. I really don't. It's the structure that's causing it. It's It's a one-way street downward. That's right. I mean, why? the way we grew up, we now end up what ends up at the bottom. (laughs) I'll tell you. if, If my mother and father would have heard that in second grade I was being taught sex education, my mother would have been at the school within 30 seconds. And it was a 20-minute walk to the school. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's, that's how she would have handled that. But, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it, you know. But, uh, but the one thing you would pray is she didn't have one of your bats in her hand. On her well, way guess what? Guess what? That, that might have been that might have been the case. <laughs> Greg, thanks for the call. Good stuff. Coming up on our final break of the morning, we'll talk to Chris in Summers Point. And maybe we'll talk to you before we leave you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. Final thoughts in today's Talk With a Purpose after these words. At Recovery Centers of America, we know getting sober and staying sober is something you must work on every day. And with life being hectic, attending therapy and meetings can be difficult, but not anymore. Introducing Shoutout, brought to you by Recovery Centers of America. Shoutout is a new teletherapy app that brings evidence-based addiction treatment to you at the click of a button. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call 866-99-SHOUT now for a same-day assessment. Whether you're starting treatment, experiencing a relapse, or need help staying on track. Our therapists provide expert group and individual addiction treatment that's convenient, accessible, and affordable. You'll love all the features of the Shoutout app, including the sobriety tracker, community forum, and educational, inspiring content that provides support 24-7. And Shoutout is in-network with major insurance providers. Visit shoutout.com slash radio or call Recovery Centers of America at 866-99-SHOUT for an assessment. That's 866-99-SHOUT. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. 
The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose. We've got a couple of minutes left of the show. We want to get to all these callers. So let's do it. Chris is in Summers Point. Chris, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, good morning, John. How you doing? How you doing, Chris? Good. I want to say real quick, I uh, listen to you every week. Uh, great show. And I want to wish you and your family a happy Easter. Uh, hope you have a safe holiday, too. And um, the, uh, the So the one point I want to, want to make is, uh, and, and I agree with you, like, I think Trump's going to run. Yeah. My only issue with that, like uh, Donald Trump, like, my only issue is that if he runs, that he'll definitely get the nomination, but then I don't know if he'll get over the top because he keeps going back to 2020, and I think that could you know, disenfranchise uh, the voters that uh, I agree. he needs to get over the line. You know what I mean? I agree, and I've said this many times, Chris, on the show. He's got to move forward. Forget 2020. You lost. See, his ego doesn't allow him to accept loss, and that, you know, you right. you, you got to be able to do that. You lost. Now you take another shot, and this time learn from your mistakes and move forward and say, look, what, what's what's he going to run on? Inflation. Look, right. look, look what this guy did in 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 fifteen months. Look what he did. Everything. Right. All he has to run is on on. Right. Look, how were things when I was in office? One point two percent inflation. Now it's eight point five or more. You know, prices right. going through he, the roof. He runs on. Right. Right. He runs on the four four points: uh, the the lack of drilling, inflation, crime. And the border, and he's got it, but he's got to stop looking back. Exactly. That's why, I mean, I would, exactly. I, I would exactly. support Ron DeSantis, but my question is, do you think Ron DeSantis will run if Trump runs? That's why I was going to ask you. Well, no, no, I don't think so, no, because Trump, Trump endorsed him, so I don't think, I think it may be a little early for DeSantis. I think he's got to run again as governor, and I think when Trump's out of the picture, he's the nominee. That's kind of what I'm thinking now. I thought maybe he'd run okay. this time, but I don't think so. I th- I think he's going to take a back seat. Uh, I don't think he would take the vice presidency shot. I don't think he would do that. And I wouldn't do it if I were him either. But, Chris, thank you for the call. Good stuff. Real quick, let's get to Andrew and AC. Andrew, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, John. How you doing, Andrew? Good, good. I just wanted to... Uh, uh Real quick, talk about the indoctrination of our children in this country. Yes. And it's been going on for a really long time. And, uh, you know, it's part of why we're seeing so many of the issues that we're seeing. Right. And uh, I think that's one of the major issues that we've got to deal with is 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 stopping this indoctrination of our children so that when they get... Because, so, you know, growing up, I, I felt very liberal as a young adult. And and as I've gotten older, I, I've smartened up and uh, and have become a, a Republican, just like many of us. You know, right. Ronald Reagan was a liberal. And uh, and I think we just need to really teach our children, you know, from a young age. And a lot of us do. But the school system is not helping at all. No, you know? no, no, they're not. And that's why, uh, Andrew, I don't know if you heard earlier. I, I mentioned this on the show that I was planning to speak to the school board of my grandson's school 
And I've I've offered I've offered it to uh, and Andrew, thanks for the call. We got a bad connection, so thanks for the call. I've offered it to anybody else, and I'll mention it again. Uh, you can email me at jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net, and I will be happy to come to your school board meeting and speak on this issue of, you know, no sex education for grades K through third or whatever Murphy's proposing. And whatever Murphy proposes is not good anyway, but that's another story. But as Greg said earlier, from the legislature, the governor, the legislature, the teachers, the administrators, they're all in the same boat. And it's just not fair and it's not right. It just isn't. And that's all I can say about it. It's not fair and it's not right. Because little kids, and look, right now, three grandchildren, 10, 6, and 5 months. Do you think the 6-year-old is even concerned about gender orientation? You know what she's concerned about? Another Barbie toy. That's what she's concerned about. And the 10-year-old grandson just wants computer time. So what what are we talking about? Yes, at a certain age. Yes, of course. And that's up to the parents to teach them. So, you know, this whole thing is just crazy. And Vince Palestina, State Senator Vince Palestina, was on the show. And he was very eloquent in his discussion of, you know, they're, they're really going to uh, fight this. I don't think this I don't think this thing is going to pass to be very honest with you because if Murphy backs off I'm sure his advisors are telling him hey uh, governor you know that's it But that's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk with a Purpose thanks to Pete Thompson for coming in to produce the show for Chris Coleman thanks to state senator Vince Palestina for coming on the show we appreciate his time and of course thanks to you for listening to the program without you we don't have a show I'm John DeMassey. Have a happy Easter, a happy Passover. I get to sleep in tomorrow. I normally do a show on Sunday, but I we're doing a rerun tomorrow, so I get to sleep in. I'm excited. <laughs> Have yourself a great week. Safe, a happy, and a healthy one. We'll do it all over again next Saturday, 9 till noon. Talk with a purpose. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. <laughs>